Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Well, that means the boys are at the Night of Champions. That's yeah. what that means. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am Fred, I am Fred Slow alongside me, my co-host, and uh, well, guy who would finish dead last in every lifting category, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? All 165 pounds of me would dominate this competition no, tonight. not true. It's a soaking <laughs> 165. Alongside us, voice of the New Mexico Lobos, Rob Portnoy. Robert, how are you, friend? Uh, it's so cool to be with you guys. And, and here we are, this brainchild that you guys uh, created with Coach G, Danny Gonzalez, the Lobo head football coach, is going to join us here shortly. And um, doing Night of Champions Two men on inside the weight room here at the Toe Diem. I can't think of anything cooler. Love that. Dontrell Moore. Give me a little highlight right now. A who? What? A who? <laughs> a little highlight. Need a little highlight. <laughs> Maybe Mike Vitale could pull one out of the archives back there. No doubt. How are we, boys? <laughs> Doing good. Welcome good, good. to Thank the you. show. Thanks for having me. And then uh, special guest, uh, Cole, and help me out here, Cole. Cole McKinney? 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 Yes. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> Owner, Whatever you want. Owner of Total Kitchen Makeover. Welcome to the program, friend. Uh, ecstatic to be here. And it's McKamey. McKamey. See, Van McKamey. 12 right. on the field, one on your heart. There we go. So, like that. Uh, hey, that's our line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wrote it down correctly the first we, time, so there's that at least. Well, I mean, when you're introducing, it's a little, it's a little slip there. Make sure people <laughs> yeah, yeah. know Cole, who you're did talking you, to. Did you mix it up with the guys on Night of Champions? And if so, which was your lift? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you didn't mix it up, right, I mean, you were kind of watching on the sidelines. <laughs> um, yeah, but was, no, I, I was I was for. I mean, that's you wanted to be a part of it. Period. You, you wanted to be. You wanted the opportunity to break either a school record or a a Position, PR. Yeah, position record. positional record, personal record on that night because there's there's an audience. <gasps> it's it's hyped up, and I had the opportunity to do that. It's pretty cool. In fact. I think my picture's still up on the board somewhere around here. All right, all right. Well, yeah. Yeah, Feel yeah. free to brag okay. more. <laughs> what was your lift? What was your record? So, um, power clean. Okay. Power clean for uh, – and I, I can't remember what all was entailed in the position groups, but it was, you know, the, the quarterback power clean record. Uh, 323 pounds. I mean, I don't really remember, but you know. yeah, no. <laughs> Isn't it amazing, guys, uh-huh. how exactly these guys recall their stats, their numbers, uh, their lists, everything? It's, I'm, it's I'm a special night. It's well, a special night. You know, there's no ProView networks then, so whatever memory they give us, that's Ouch. the memory. Yeah. That we that Van was a very Ouch. good football player. Oh man, I get so Ouch. much better with age. No, oh man, no video. Listen, these numbers can be looked up. <laughs> they're on collegefootballreference.com. Like, like there's, there's. No uh, inaccurate reporting here. Zero. Zero. <laughs> so we're, we're live right now. We're in the heart of it, boys. How many bleachers are lined up here? Half dozen, two dozen? I don't know. I can't count. And it's going to be filled out, but not just Lobo football player, but Lobo fan and Lobo alum and, and just, you know, Lobo through and through. 
talk to me about the energy of this, boys. This is the second of this this re- reincarnation. Yeah. Yep. And and how great it is because this is the first one in here yep. since the reincarnation. Last year, obviously, you guys are building a brand new weight room. It's going to be beautiful. I'm, and because of COVID, it was outdoors. Outside, right. Yep. But yeah, we're yep. going to be inside. We're going to be doing it the right way tonight. Talk to me about the energy that's been surrounding campus with it. I'll go. Yeah, the reality is this. This is. <laughs> this oh, is oh, here it is. What is the record? Oh, there we go. There we go. And he kid. had the three twenty three oh, right yeah. on the That's number <laughs> from two thousand five. Thanks, Coach G. Cole, you want to take a selfie with that? Outstanding. Or? Actually, I've already done that. I take a selfie. Beautiful. Home run by Coach G. Pulling it out, Rice. It's, it's there. It's 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 record books. It's there. It's it's there forever. But the energy that you'll feel tonight, Cole and I. Cole talked about it a little bit. It, just the reality is this is what the players are looking forward to. Mm-hmm. This is, for me, what I remember, this is the culmination of all the hard work in January, all the hard work in February, all the hard work in March, all the hard work in, hard work in April, and what did we put it all together to do for our fans to come out and see us and, and, and root us on and try to get that PR. And, um, you know, they're talking about it. They're in the dorm rooms. They're at their houses. They're in their, their apartments right now, and they're pumped up about tonight. And it's a show-up or not show-up league tonight. There's no doubt about it. You've got to get it done tonight. So it'll be the energy will be palpable, that's for sure. Speaking of energy, Van, can you hear that? I get that every Saturday. He sits next to me and brings it every single Saturday. It is so much fun to have him as my color commentator when we're doing Lobo football. I mean, I'll never forget the first time Coach G heard the two of us together because, you know, at the start of the COVID year, um, Dontrell had a newborn, and so he wasn't traveling. And, and when he heard us together for the first time, because Coach G listens to every game on Tuesday, that's part of his routine, and he came and said, oh, my God, yeah. you guys are so much fun. It's, it's the energy that Dontrell brings. It's unbelievable. Hey, who needs coffee? Who needs Red Bull <laughs> when you got Dontrell sitting right next to you? I still love it. I do. I, 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 I watch this. I love this. I, I'm Lobo through and through, and I, I just I wake up in the morning, and I just feel it. I feel the energy when I'm calling the game. I, if, if it's a touchdown or an interception, or I feel it. I really do. And, and uh, I don't know. I, I won't say I'm sorry about it. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, I, I see Cole's name up on that leaderboard. You know what I don't see yeah, up there, John Tro. Uh, so you, you set plenty of is, other his records. His name's everywhere else. His, yeah. his name's listen, on the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I'll defer to them. They're yeah. right. You know. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably hard to find a little list that Dontrell's not included on. So you found one. How about that? No, Here's the reality. Here's, <laughs> here's the reality. I, I, Cole will talk about it. Our, the running back group um, just at this school, um, just some hosses. Some, I mean, Beast. Jared Baxter cleaned 400. You know, like. It's too much. It's just too. It's, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, so it, was, it wasn't fair you know, in terms of the meaning, yeah, putting meaning, you in that. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yes. I, I did yeah. win a beef master. I will throw that out there. I don't know if that is that back around, Coach. Yes, yes. the Beefmaster. So let me let me throw that out. Since Cole threw his three twenty three out there's there, a, there's <laughs> another board <laughs> down there with the Beefmasters <laughs> on it. So there's Beefmaster yes. is given to the pound for pound uh, total weightlifting champion of your pound of your okay. weight. Okay. All know. right. Okay. All right. So there you go. Round of applause. There you Round go. Of applause. What was it? Be- Boom. But that's like a thousand pounds. It's greater fifteen hundred. So like I don't a- know what the accumulative or the yeah. total amount was, but pound for pound, I was the strongest in my weight class. There you go. And I and I'll say that was the best weight class at the, at that time. 
It was better than the hogs, better than the, the, the you know, the skinnier guys. It was that middle group where you can really get <laughs> hey, it was good. It was not good. gonna lie, Beef Master is a sweet nickname. Super sweet. That's nickname. a good I still nickname. have the I still yeah. have the trophy in my in my, well, in my office. And we get a lot of weird emails about the name of our show, Two Men On. Imagine if we had Beef Master. Oh, I yeah. feel By like the way, uh-huh. I gotta tell you guys, yeah. whoever you uh, did you guys design your logo? Did so, did you get somebody special to do that for you? You there, guys are studs. You got an official logo. This is so outrageously professional. It's scary. Yeah, unacceptable for the way we behave the rest of our lives. <laughs> how, how well this is done and how fortunate we are to be here with you. A lot of talent over at Cumulus. So big shout out to Zach over at Cumulus. Cause, there you go. Yeah, they, way it, to go, Zach. And that was a big part of our negotiation for this program was like, hey, when we leave, we just want to have the logo. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> yep. You can keep all the episodes. I'll give you my black book. Don't take you hands, black You have been branded book. well. Yeah. Branded you could well. definitely have the content. Yeah, we yeah. don't need that. Give us that logo. That's where the money's at. Joining us on the program, Rob Portnoy. And, Rob, you're laughing a lot about this because you're the voice of this team. You're the, you're the guy that does them all, not just football, not just basketball. You, I mean, you do, you do them all. The baseball team's ripping through right now. When you get to see the athletes outside of their sports, what is that to you? What is that connection to you, and how important is it to have it as a broadcaster? I'll tell you one of the most fun days I've ever had on a golf course is when I played with these two guys together. Yeah. Because it is awesome to see them go at each other, and I knew that one of the things that we were going to get today was a little banter, and we haven't even gotten out of the first segment yet. We've already <laughs> had it. So um, it's fantastic. I, when you get teammates, guys who bled together like they did. Now let me see if I, I remember. Um, full bore starting quarterback, Two years of Dontrell's career, you were the starter. Is that correct, Cole? That's correct. What What was it like running the stuff that you guys ran for Coach Long with this guy as your tailback, um, how it impacted how you did your job and how good you guys were? Because uh, tape don't lie. It, it was awesome. So, I mean, it's pretty easy. It, it was simple, right? It, it, <laughs> hand the ball off to Dontrell left, right, counter, zone, speed option, power option. Oh, crap, someone's coming. Where's John Trill? Check down. Check down. Every once in a while, Hank, get open. I do that too, right? I mean, no, but in all seriousness, um, I mean, I had the, the, the privilege to play against Don Trill and watch him play in high school too, right? So we were in the same district. Artesia versus Roswell High. So one the, of the great rivalries in the state, historically. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it I knew exactly what I was getting, but I didn't I, I didn't know how all the intangibles that Don Trail brought, right? I mean, I'm, I'm going to brag about you a little bit, buddy. This is I mean, weird. Not, this is weird not, for me, guys. Yeah, because usually <laughs> I'm going to take every it's a roast. Yeah, yeah, usually it's a roast. It yeah. should be that way. <laughs> no but doubt. I mean, no doubt. Uh, great person, great family, uh, true leader, right? Uh, on and off the field. So I, I say simple laughing and joking, but, I mean, Dontrell was the ultimate teammate guy, right? So whether the ball's in his hands or whether you, you know, run into him on campus or, you know, at a restaurant somewhere, it, it was just it's the same guy. So fired up like he is now. I mean, the, the guy's twitching over here. He's, like, <laughs> he's, he's staring at some of these squat bars like, yeah, I can still do that. Ready to jump out of them Jordans. <laughs> I, I know, right? But um, just I can't say enough good things. It was, it was it was awesome. It was yeah. fun. He is extremely humble. Cole is, yeah. and he was an incredible uh, two, dual threat at quarterback. Right. The reality is, when he came from Artesia, I knew exactly what we were getting. Um, he was behind Casey Kelly, who was our original quarterback, and so we sat behind, watched, and learned. And then we knew when we got him at quarterback, our offense would be able to go to a different level. 
no disrespect to Casey Kelly, but the dual threat that that and then that cerebral. He came from a an offense uh, with Coach Cooper down in Artesia, just knew the game of football, and it was just awesome to watch. Um, yeah, it, it was fun. Um, I, I will tell this story and cut me off if you guys if we need to. But do you, do you want to start when we get back from the yes, break? Let's yes, do that. Yes, because I want to yes. make sure you have enough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, before we go to break, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't take a second to just kind of put. Our thoughts and well wishes to uh, northern New Mexico, the city of Las Vegas, New Mexico, the surrounding communities of Las, Ma- Las Vegas. Uh, as a lot of the friends of the show are aware, Van and I are currently here because we're not in Las Vegas. We were supposed to be in Las Vegas tonight hosting their end-of-the-year sports banquet uh, where we were going to celebrate. Get this, Van, I didn't tell you this. There were 300 attendees to the sports banquet, and half of those were student-athletes. Wow. So it was kind of an incre- it was going to be an incredible celebration of their seasons and nights, but obviously a lot going on in that community. And if there is a way that you you feel you want to help northern new mexico uh reach out to the boys at talk abq we have a couple of pipelines that are getting resources being a bottled water or services or likewise uh to northern new mexico and we will do our absolute best to support not just highlands university but everyone that surrounds those communities whenever we get back more from night and champions it's two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal Back live from the Night of Champions, the boys are here, plus three, like all of the boys. Every microphone that we own at Cumulus is currently being used at this one. We're about 15 minutes away from Coach Gonzalez joining us, and a big thank you to New Mexico Pinion, which put a tablecloth out here today for your boys. So New Mexico Pinion, they're day oneers of the program. I started my day with New Mexico Pinion today. Did I tell you this, Rob? So I had a K-cup thing, like a Keurig thing. Okay. Lost the cured thing in the divorce, whatever. Don't want to talk about that. <laughs> but I kept all the cups, so I just break them open and put them in there. It's, it works perfectly fine. Awesome. We don't have to make fun. I'm just saying it works perfectly fine, Rob. It tastes great. I'm not a coffee drinker, so you get your fix however you can. Okay. Well, yeah. thank, thank you very much. Well, you yeah, quit yeah. drinking coffee when you started working with Dontrell. I didn't need it. Yeah, <laughs> no need. <neither>. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on the program, Rob Portnoy, Dontrell Moore, and Cole McCamey. There, there we is. go. I got you. There we go. Well, uh, you were about, you just said some nice things about Dontrell, and we all wiped, wiped the surprise look off our faces. <laughs> and then Dontrell was going to say some nice things about you, but then you said, well, maybe Hank Basket will call into the show first, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, man. Dontrell, I mean, you got, you got some positive going on? You got I, some, what's up? No, I have, I, you know, I have a lot of love, an absolute lot of love for Cole McCamey. Um, the stories I have are mostly good, and then there's one great one. This one is just probably the greatest story um, ever told from an Artesia boy to a Roswell boy, then both to Lobo. Um, we, we played in high school against each other, and it was the district championship. And Cole McCamey's team had been to, I don't know, three or 400 straight state <laughs> championships. 22. Who count 22? I knew he would know. I knew too. And um, it, was, it was down in Artesia, down in the uh, Bulldog Bowl. And uh, – Cole McCamey was playing uh, receiver at this at the time, and and he was also a punter. Oh, okay, doing a little yes. Pat Summerall, yeah. great punt, and a great <laughs> punter, by the way. And um, I'll speed right through this story. No, no um, reason. No, we, take your time. We got three hours. Yeah, we got three hours, buddy. <laughs> I was being facetious, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, great game. It's uh, getting down into the fourth quarter. It's you know, Artesia's not scoring as much as they average. You know, forty or fifty points a game. The Coyote defense is doing what it's done, and, and we're, you know, they only have 14 points. And uh, Cole, I think, is averaging 40, 50-yard punts that game and doing real well. And um, I don't know who the punt returner for, uh, for Roswell was at the time, um, one of those Lobo guys, um, 22. No name. Yeah, I won't even name him. <laughs> and they said, Cole, all week, you know, just make sure 
that you don't punt it to Dontrell. Got it, coach. Got it, coach. Don't punt it to Dontrell. One punt doesn't punt it to Dontrell. Two punts doesn't punt it to Dontrell. He's a good listener thus far. Three yeah. punts. Coachable. Easily coachable. Yeah. Just, just doing a great job at what he does. Very coachable. <laughs> um, but as Cole McCamey would do, goes off script a little bit. Yeah. Goes off script a little bit. Fourth quarter, uh, we're down by two. Um, and Cole gets off, would you, I'll say, his best punt of the year. <laughs> of Absolute, my life. Of his life. See, <laughs> of his life. I'm up. Son had just said barometric pressure come oh, down. Oh all per- it was it was a Usain Bolt for nine yeah, four. Exactly I get it. I get it. it. Yeah. Nine three nine. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Who's counting? Right? So <laughs> his philosophy is Dontrell's kind of up. I'll just boom it over his head. He can't touch mm-hmm. it. Very smart. Seventy yard punt, perfect spiral. Easily eighty. Easily. <laughs> Next it, year it'll be 85. It, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Ask his kid. It was weird 80. when you punted from the back line of your own end zone. 70-yard pump, perfect spiral. I probably, what do they tell you? Stand on the 10, don't move your feet, right? No. I run back, catch it over my head mm-hmm. like, a, like a pass to the house, one man to beat, <laughs> Dontrell and Cole. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Doesn't even smell me. Game-winning touchdown. Rosal High keeps Cole McCamey and Artesia out of the playoffs for the first time in 22 years. He punted the ball, his only punt. All the other ones were out of bounds mm-hmm. to the right. He punts it 70 yards straight in the middle field. I run and catch it, running back, 84-yard touchdown, game over. What did the back yeah, of Don Trill's jersey look like at that time, Cole? Was that really exciting for you? You know, it's kind of a blur. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, you know, let, let's be honest, okay? I'm a quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm not a tackle. Come on now. But he's fast. I'm not a tackle. <laughs> very fast, though. He's very fast, a great runner. He scored a lot of great touchdowns there. I remember one against Wyoming, 80-yard touchdown. The only time he didn't pitch it to me, they clobbered me. I mean, five people tackled me. He faked it, scored a touchdown. So it was worth taking that hit, it though. It was worth taking. I got up. <laughs> look it up. Touchdown. Touchdown. Surrounded so, by five guys. You only had six guys to beat, but you're like, yeah, I got it. No yeah, problem. Uh, absolutely. But it was a great punt. So <laughs> what did I say when we went to break? He I, said he knew. I know what story's coming. <laughs> I know what story's coming. And you, you've gotten better at telling that story because I've given you all the details. <laughs> I know, I have, I have. All week. Don't put, don't put it down trail. Do not put it down trail. Like, I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, but then you turn it into something like this, right? We go from that, and that's what makes – our story and our friendship and this Lobo thing so great is because you had those stories. Hank Basket, Clovis, New Mexico, Cole McCamey, Artesia, Dontrell Moore, Rosal, the, you know, the Ryan Cooks of the world, all those mm-hmm. from the New Mexico feel that was this Lobo team on the night of champions, and it made it that much much more special, you know, when you're down there rooting for them to, to clean the 323 and the, and the fans are in the stands and, the, and, the, and your teammates are here and they're recording it in the atmosphere. Now there's social media and now there's all that. It's going to be even more electric tonight just because of the possibility and the, and the, the, the social media aspect of the world. So just, just awesome stuff, man, for sure. So, Cole, you, you obviously had a vacation planned when you punted it to Dontrell, right? You just finally threw Roswell a bone one time. Is that what you did? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was already making the phone calls where we were going to eat that night. Who wants to go into the Van playoffs? You want to allow us to go to the playoffs so we can win it all. Give him one. Did, yeah. we, we won it all. Um, I, I, that's probably, it. I mean, as a punter, but especially a punter slash quarterback <laughs> that has never tackled anybody in their life. All of a sudden, when you see a guy make ten people miss twice, and all of a sudden you're, you have that, you have that one split second. You're like, oh. Bleat. Yeah. It's it's me. 
I, I'm the last guy. And I I don't even – it probably was more pathetic than what it felt when you I tried to down. tackle you. You fell down. <laughs> 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 Everything about that is perfect. I mean, I, mean, I, I probably didn't even fall down. I probably tripped <laughs> myself. I, it was, but I mean, you know, he's a lobo, right? So he has what? There's effort. He dove. He made it. He made it respectable. <laughs> so in the film room the next day, he's not in trouble. Cole, you didn't even try. Yeah. You know, so it was, it was, uh, it was all great. It was, it was, it was just an awesome, awesome game, awesome atmosphere. And uh, what's yeah. the, when was the first time you guys practiced together? So oh, that would have been because you're a year older than me. So cool. that would have been. I came here the summer before. I started. Oh, two, right? So then we, I mean, we had, we had summer workouts yeah, together. we had summer workouts. Okay. We would have had yeah. summer workouts July, which would just train in here and then go out there. Um, and then our first spring would have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, and it wasn't like during those practices we were like, hey, Cole, why don't you go out there and punt one? Why don't you just look at each other? over. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Over. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he lost his punt. <laughs> his season was over and yeah. his punting days at that yeah. point. Lost the game, lost his, lost his correct. confidence. Yes. Probably his girlfriend. It, it, <laughs> no. He did. He did. No, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Just for that night. Just for that night. She didn't want to so then I credit I give I, I take credit for him moving over to solely playing quarterback. Yeah. Because so there's no punting, no receiver, just all quarterback. Yeah. You retired him and as I a punter. I retired him as a punter <laughs> and a receiver. Then he threw seven hundred touchdowns his senior year. Pretty good. And then came here with us. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. You right. finally focus because of you now. I, listen. You altered his career it's path. what I can do. Yeah. Can I ask how? It's called PTSD. It <laughs> <laughs> kind of comes and goes. How does a place turn into a quarterback factory like that place, Cooper Henderson and, and Artesian? How does that even happen? You know, that's a, that's a great question. Um, it's, a, it's a system, but more importantly than, than anything, and, and, you know, Coach Gon's over here. He's probably ready to spit out the word. It's culture, right? It, it's a culture of, in a in a small town, they have a little bit of, more of an advantage, right, where they can they grabbed us when we were in sixth grade. I was just about to say that, yep. And we ran the same plays, same terminology, same three-step drop, same five-step drop, same route tree Gosh. from sixth grade to your twelfth uh, grader. Yep. Speaking of a guy That's who's cheating. Speaking to a guy who's <laughs> familiar with route trees, Hank Basket joining us on the program. Hank, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm just hearing Cole talking about being quarterback. Don Chell knows uh, if I didn't switch to a uh, receiver, I would have been that quarterback, and Cole would have been backing me up. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I knew it. Hold on. Let me, let me have you guys ever seen Hank throw football? He, he can throw it 400 yards. Yeah, he could, hey, he hey, couldn't hey, hit hey, a bull in the butt with a, with a handful B- of rice. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I think it was BYU. It was right off Cole's fingertips. Right off his fingertips. Oh, was it the uh, – If you count diving? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that how we do that? Hey, how many of your passes did I have to dive for? I just oh. made you look good. You made uh, I do that. There's a lot of balls that Hank or Cole closed his eyes and threw it up. And hey, came down Hank, it. Hank, how many times did Cole put you in harm's way? How many times did you have to go, oh, my God, he just got me killed? Oh, I, I do. I do remember my uh, fractured ribs against Air Force, but we we cool in <laughs> Colorado State. Hey, Dontre, you said it. Cole closed his eyes and just threw the ball. That's like defenders trying to tackle you. Just close your eyes. They close their eyes and tried to hit you. Uh, what's good, fellas? I yeah, saw the picture, fun. y'all, and that's why I called Cole. Then I texted him, and I was like, "What y'all up to, man? How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Just can't complain. 
Good. You know, mom and pop's actually out here. We're talking. I'm going to try to get back to Albuquerque in June, actually. Let's play some golf. Well, that's why it's yep. coming down. Hey, Hank, what do you remember about the Night of Champions? That's why we're here tonight. That's why we're doing the show. We're in the weight room. The guys are going to be uh, doing their thing in a couple hours. What do you remember about this night? Man, if you want hype and you want just sheer intensity, emotion, and you want to watch individuals do something that even themselves didn't know that they could do, you go down to the Night of Champions. You saw guys throw around weight that on a different day they normally couldn't do it, but the energy – the and I, one thing that Cole said was uh, the culture, like the way guys just build and feed off each other, it's it's absolutely amazing. So if you can go, you got to go experience that because you yourself, as a fan going out there and watching, you're going to feel like you want to go to the gym and you know power clean 300. It's just a raw energy that it shows what the culture around there with Coach Gons, Coach Long, and Reffin, and all those guys and. And then the, the the players that they build and they do it because you you do things that you normally couldn't do, but when you got people supporting you and lifting you and cheering you on and pushing you, it's crazy, man. I've seen some crazy things go down in there. By, hey, by position group, Hank, who brings the most support? Who brings the most intensity out there when someone's trying to set a PR? It's not even close. It's you know what's funny? You would think <laughs> that uh, it would be the O line. But I remember Don Trail, it was him, Bird, Brody. Uh, uh, talking about Hank. Like See, they, I love you, brother. He called it. Uh, oh no, they had they had a that that group was a was a special group of running back, man. You had guys that were quick, you had, you know, Barry Sanders over there that can make you miss in a uh in a phone booth. You couldn't tackle or catch his flags. Then you had uh Adrian Bird, rest his soul, like that could just bench and squat and lift the house and you had Brody that could just squat a house it was just that I would say our group oh I don't know our, like it's, it's weird each group had their own mentality because you had Cole yeah. with Justin Malaya and those yeah. guys down there yeah. no then doubt. you had uh uh Josh Bazinet and then Malaya over there as well Malaya yeah. was like basically go, he was so so wanted to lift weights he, he tried to do United Champions to break every position record. Um, <laughs> did, everybody man. everybody was pushing each other. You know, me and Chris Brawley the whole year worked together trying to push each other. And it's not about, you know, people just see like, oh, uh, remember Breeze? Breeze benched 500. 500 yeah. But you see someone like that, but then you see Zunker throwing up a new PR for kickers. Kicker, and then yeah. you see some of the smaller whiteouts throwing up. Like, you know, I, I still uh, keep in touch with Travis. And, you know, that little skinny uh, two-pick dude, he was out there throwing up PR weight. So it's not about the amount of weight that was being put up. It's about the amount of weight that you were putting up compared to the size of your body. Yeah. And he went, well, he, he guys just again. keep going. Now, if you want this sheer raw intensity – I don't know, Cole. Were you there with Colburn? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, dude, hey, United Champions with Colburn, though, that was something different. So I mean, that, it, that just kind of goes into you know what we're talking about today, as far as it is a it's a really big deal, right? I mean, there's a lot of hype, and in the spring, what do you do? You practice, you practice over and over, and you lift and you run, and and so it's this sort of monotonous full-time job that months, behind the months. curtains that no one actually watches. You know, everyone sees us or sees the players on Saturdays or Fridays. Well, th- th- this is this is a Saturday or Friday for the spring yeah. for this team. Well I mean, this is their opportunity to showcase 
like Doncho said, what they've been doing, you know, the, the hard work they've been putting in, and then but get that competition too, right? So it's a it's a big deal. Oh man! To, to piggyback on the, the competition, crazy. Hank, um, when you played at the next level, do you feel like the night of champions and the support and competition you had at this event helped you on the next level? Oh, it did. I mean, like, the way we lifted and everything, it was crazy. When you get in the NFL, like, you see some guys go in the weight room and don't know what they're doing. But, I mean, look at our year. Well, I don't know if it was our senior year uh, trail or if it was uh, our junior year. When we set a uh, collegiate record, you know, when we had 30 guys power clean over 300. 300. Yeah, that was. We knew, how to, we knew how to step in, and we knew what to do. And you definitely saw it in locker rooms later on. Like, these guys over there, everybody just doing curls for the girls, which I try to further myself doing right now, more so. <laughs> but um, it is uh, – we were taught a different mentality. And then I remember Coach Paulson, I believe at the time while we were there, there was 27 master strength coaches in the world, and he was one of them. But, hell, then you – oh, my bad, y'all. But then you got Coach Long. Coach Long go up, and then – I used to hate when he would walk by our bench – Coach Long would come on there and just keep someone on weight. You're like, man, come on, Coach, don't outlift me, man. And I came into high school skinny. I couldn't do anything. Coach Long is over there coming lift with us. I used to hate that. Yeah, Coach Long was 50 benching, 300 easy. Yeah, so I, I didn't easy. outbench. I did not outbench Rocky Long until my senior year. My senior year is when I finally yeah. outbenched him. Hank Basket, friend he of the show. Different. We, we have to let you go. It's not because we don't like you, but it's because we like Coach Gonzalez, who's going to be joining us when we get back from the commercial. Thank you for being a friend. Oh, no, tell Coach Gonzalez he can wait. <laughs> 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 Hank, Hank said he loves you, yeah. and now he'll see yeah. you soon. <laughs> he, he said, hey, find a day off in June. Hey, good luck. Thanks for having me in. And you got two of the greatest to ever go go through oh. to where the chair is silver right there with you, man. Like. Thanks. Thanks, that was thanks, fam. Thanks, that was Andrew. fam. And we you, like you talk about the culture of the state. I love it. That's what we were all about. Love Wait, to guys. clarify, you're talking about Dontrell and Cole, right? Not Van <laughs> and Fred. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all have See a good man. one. Too, Too much buddy. fun. Too much fun Take with care, that. Hey. Big thank you to the YMCA Central New Mexico, who I started my day with alongside that cup of New Mexico Pinion coffee this morning. I went up to the one on Tramway. I tell you what, I need a little more support out there, friends. So if you're looking at the effort to get out with the YMCA and make yourself better, also make your community a little better, come hang out with me and Van every single morning at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Also, we're looking for board members, Van. I got stuff to get done. I need some volunteers out there. We can't carry the load on our shoulders alone. No, we need your help, so. Albuquerque. And we reached out to the friend of the show, Star of TV and Radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega, and this is me publicly saying you're in. You're doing it, or I'm going to make a big scene. I second that. Thank you for writing that down. Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back live on the program, back live from Night of Champions here on UNM campus, and we're having a lot of fun as we're laughing and we're talking shop and we're talking football and we're telling war stories and Joining us is the guy who's kind of brought this whole thing together. You were the brainchild of us being out here tonight, head coach of your UNM football team, Danny Gonzalez. Be a round of applause, hey, boys. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I mean, I appreciate it. You know, the New Mexico Pinion Coffee, me and my wife, we start our day every day with Adobe so Morning. Smart. So, so smart. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for them to give us the logo here and to sponsor you guys. I mean, what a great decision to sponsor so, you guys. So we cut Rob Portnoy from the broadcast. Is that the, <laughs> that's the easiest cut of your life, you think? You think this was the easiest one? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've been cutting a lot of people around here, so uh, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. But, you know, we'll, we'll never cut the voice of the Lobos. I mean, when, when you follow people, I mean, 
Mike Roberts, obviously. There's a lot of people around here that still know Mike Roberts, and then you had Scott Galetti. I mean, for for Robert to follow those guys, I mean, that that's he's done a phenomenal job. A lot of talent. And he's the voice for of Lobo. Sure. Coach, sure. I see three rows on the bottom there open. Do we need a lifting competition for the voice of the Lobo? That's a good one, too. You know, we, we could do that. We could put yeah. Cumulus down there at the bottom <laughs> and just get all the stuff. Da- Jeff out here, JJ, Don- you guys. Let's do it. Dontrell will just win everyone. <laughs> no, I, I heard earlier Dontrell would probably win the Beef Master. I mean, I'm That's, sure he yeah. talked about winning in the past, so I don't doubt it. So I, know, I noticed you're on the UNM Lobo Football uh, Night of Champions board. you got a little asterisk next to your name. I'm going to assume you just uh, – like, I'll be a kicker for weightlifting only, and that's why they put you there. <laughs> Pretty then, much. Yeah, that's what yeah, But I, I, the, the great thing about that, the chances of that record getting broken, I mean, you can see my picture's black and white. It ain't ever going to happen. <laughs> if you look at our kickers right now, it for sure ain't going to happen. So, so that, that thing's going to be, I mean, it's going to age. It's almost like Back to the Future. It's starting to disappear. It's starting to fade a little bit. So. Year two of this incarnation of the Night of Champions, year one, obviously COVID was different. Mm-hmm. Let's let's call this one. This is the one. We're going now. You know, it, it's really it's a great deal. I mean, this deal, Dennis Franchoni started this deal with Mark Paulson back in 1993. It was his second year here. They had to do it over at Johnson Gym because this weight room wasn't done yet. They were still trying to fundraise the money for the Todium Complex. Uh, so we did it over there for the first three years. And then in 1996, they did it right out here on the in the courtyard of the Todium. And then from that year on, it's been in here up until last year. We had to do it outside because of COVID. Uh, we had a really good crowd last year. The environment was good. It was nice outside. But when you can put five, 600 people in here, it's a heck of an event. And I hope they show up tonight and the, the kids deserve it. And they've done a great job so far this offseason. And I think this is the most important part of our program right now because we're not strong enough. We've made a big dent in that. We've gotten a lot stronger. And you'll see tonight, you'll see some impressive things tonight. Coach, you talked about strength. You've heard us talk about excitement. Why was it important to bring it back? And, and obviously for the fans, but just more deeper than that, why was it important for you uh, to bring this back to Lobo football? If Lobo fan listened for, to the first 30 minutes of this show, they know exactly why it was important. Uh, those guys, you guys sitting over there, th- those things happened 20 years ago. You have no idea. I mean, obviously Cole has the gray hair here. Uh, <laughs> That was 20 years ago, and, and you, you living and talking about it like it was yesterday. Yes, sir. That's why we're doing this stuff, because the tradition of New Mexico football, there's been spurts of really good times, and Coach Long did it better than anybody for the longevity. So we've got a model. I think we perfected the model somewhat at our previous stop. I'm sad that we won them three conference championships, but that's the goal to win those conference championships here. That's why Coach Long came back with me too, by the way. Serious weight being pushed around tonight. Are you pumping up the boys to like just go as hard as possible? Or are you like, hey, take take ten percent off? You ain't got to. Oh no, the, 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 we're the, going they're, all they're, the way. They're going all out. I mean, there's uh, and they're excited about it too. They're, the adrenaline that they'll get from this, they'll they'll probably lift more weight tonight than they normally could because of the atmosphere and the setting, and uh, it's similar to a game day atmosphere. And you can do more on game day than you can just a regular practice. Now, you have to practice full speed with effort and all those things to give yourself. There's no switch. You can't turn it on. Don Trell could turn it on on game day. Most people can't. The normal human can't turn it on on game day. So they have to prepare in here like they're going to play on Saturday. When Lobo fans starts to arrive, what are they going to experience? What's the atmosphere going to be? What is is so important about being here if you're a supporter of the program? Well, I mean, they've got some bleachers set up in here that's awesome. I can see my father-in-law. He's never late to anything. This thing will start till 6, and he's sitting over here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be – I mean, the the players will be out there in the foyer. There will be some walking around. The guys getting ready to perform will be in the locker room getting dressed. 
the chatter in here. I mean, you'll see the weights. And then as you see uh, the weights get stacked on these bars, I mean, it's at points that there's going to be a couple squats on there that there's no more room on the bar. I mean, we need to start purchasing some 100-pound plates because they're running out of room, which is a good problem to have. Coach, how does how does the performance in this type of situation, how does it translate to the field? I think the atmosphere in here gives them a similar setting to a Saturday. Uh, when you guys were here, I mean, the, the normal crowd was 30,000, 35,000 people. And so this small setting being packed will be similar to what it's going to be like when we build that back up. And we've got a chance in the first uh, four weeks of the season. I mean, we open up with Maine, obviously. Um, we'll have whatever the Labor Day weekend crowd, but we play Boise State week two. And if everything goes to fruition and the plans that we're doing to make it a football day in Albuquerque where the high schools play at noon and everybody's in University Stadium at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., whatever time the game is, we could get one of those crowds. And we are at a point in our program now that we're competitive enough to win those games. Uh, we've obviously improved on the offensive line since last year. And I think uh, this part of the program being in the weight room, I mean, we, we talk about being the toughest team in this league. Excuse my language. It's hard to be a it's hard to be a tough guy if you're not strong enough. And we're going to turn him into a bunch of bad, bad dudes. Well, Coach, let's talk a little bit about support versus competition. All these guys want each other's back, but they also want to win this thing. Mm -hmm. What's that level of competition like? Um, everything we do in this program is built, a bit, uh, built around competition. So these guys will try and kill each other in the classroom <laughs> if they can be on top. So um, the the bottom line is, if you're competing against your buddy, you're both getting better. And that's why we, we have competitions in, in running outside. Anything we do, it's always – and you'll see a couple guys in here that will get after each other uh, to win that, which is fun. And all that stuff translates to game day. Uh, now, the good thing is, I mean, there's no cheap shots being – I mean, you can easily get hurt tonight. I mean, we've had some guys uh, – we have a young man, Christian Ells, Torres Peck about two weeks ago. Um, I mean, there's, there's always the chance of injury in here just like there is on the field. Uh, and they're going to push themselves to the limits, but you have to be able to do that and able to do it when it counts on game day. I, I don't know if you were still partial to whatever position you played over there or position, you you know, the defensive side of the ball, but if you had to pick a, a tonight, a, a group to watch, like, you know, uh, Hank came on, talked about our group, you know, the running backs and Coach P used to be on us, and that was just a big, strong group with Bird and Brody and myself. Mm. And if you had to pick a group to watch, um, you know, these guys are going to probably bring it tonight. Uh, who, who would you who would you want us to talk about? Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you said I'm a defensive guy at heart, <laughs> and I've learned to become an offensive guy, uh, and those are my guys. But I think I think our linebacking crew is probably one of the best in our league. Uh, if you put Alec Marenko, Rico Hanna, and Deion Hunter on the field at the same time, they look better than anybody in our league. Um, and then you have Ray Lutele and, and Cody Moon. But tonight, Alec, Rico, and Deion are all three going to compete. They're impressive human beings. Awesome. And so watching those guys get after each other. I mean, you've got Rico, who's almost a 400-pound bench presser. You've got Alec, who's a almost 600-pound squatter. Maybe get that tonight. Um, and then Dion Hunter, uh, he'll be a 330-pound power cleaner. So, I mean, we got some guys that can move some weight in that group. Awesome. So it'll be exciting to watch them. And Coach, clean is an important lift. Very. Coach, you got time or you got to go? No, I got time. Let's hang out for one more. Let's do it. So when we get back, more with Coach Gonzalez live from the Night of Champions. We're having a lot of fun out here. We're laughing a lot. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Michael, cut the music. You said we only have five minutes. Jeez. <laughs> Danny Gonzalez, welcome back to the program. Appreciate you. you Appreciate you, Mike. 
you said you were becoming an offensive-minded coach. No, uh, no, 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 I didn't prove say it, that. Prove it, prove <laughs> it. Uh, I did not yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, I, I, spend my, I spend more time with the offense than, than my mentor did by conversations with him. Um, I mean, obviously, Coach Long, I've been with him for over 20 years, and he's a great head coach, and he's done some things, and he, we've talked about things that he felt he could have done better. Why are you looking over your shoulder like he's listening? Oh, no, I, I, no I, hey, I'm not afraid to say anything around him because he, he's not afraid to put me in my place still. I mean, there, there's uh, – now, the great thing is he knows who the head coach is, and he never tippy-toes past that line, uh, just like I didn't when I was an assistant, and got it from him. So, it's great. Coach, you talked about he uh, – Fred – alluded to it a little bit, the offense and and um, and not necessarily wanting to necessarily be over there and not being an offensive guy but feeling like you need to. Is there a reason? I mean, obviously, we, we could talk about the offensive woes, and that's not what this is about, but what kind of is the mentality about having to be more involved on the other side of the ball, and what is your kind of thought behind all that? Well, you know, I mean, I hired uh, Coach Wareheim. He's the offensive coordinator, and, and I'm not a micromanager. But those guys have to know that I'm in it for them, too. If they need something, they have to know who to go to. And, and uh, I mean, I would I would do anything for any of the players on this football team, no matter what it is. And if I don't spend as much time with them, it's hard for them to get that comfortness. And they know it now. They, they know we're all in this together, and they know the goals that we have ahead of us and the things that we need to accomplish. So I think spending time, and I spend a lot of time in the meeting rooms with them, messing around with them and, and all those things. So I think it's been good for our football team. Awesome. I completely agree. What is the, for an offensive side of football, defense side of football, a night like this strength, right? Night of the champions. Is it more important for an offensive side? Just from an overall football, you know, talking to the old coach, uh, is, is being strong and being explosive in these kind of nights more important for an offensive player or a defensive player? I think Great question. I think it's the Thank most you. important for the guys up front on both sides of the ball. The, those guys beat on each other every single play. I mean, you've got 300-pound human beings running into each other, trying to beat the tar out of each other every single snap. So I think it's more important. I mean, a DB, they can get away with not being super strong um, because they can throw their body around. They can get in the way. But a lineman, there's no avoiding it. You put your hands on somebody every time. Offensive linemen hold every single play. <laughs> Defensive linemen friggin' get their hands in the face mask every single play. So, I mean, I, I think they should make holding legal. They do it. They should make it legal. Just every, don't tackle them. That's all play? I care. Every, every play. Just don't tackle oh, them. All they have to do is not hey, tackle them. Spoken like a true, true defensive, defensive guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. No we love him, though. We love him. Coach, Coach what do you expect uh, from the finesse guys today, the guys who are built like me? Is there going to be any record set? Is there, are they even showing up today? If we have any finesse guys on this team, they're going to be showing the door. <laughs> <laughs> what he meant to say was skill guys. No, okay. That's, okay. that's okay. what he okay. meant to say. Uh, you'll see some pretty strong skill guys. I mean, um, Jarek Reed's going to squat close to 550 pounds tonight. Uh, I mean, Tavian Combs bench pressed 350 today. Um, he'll power clean close to 300 pounds. So, I mean, we've got the skill guys wow. pushing some serious weight today. Coach Gonzalez, you're going to start welcoming you and M fan here. Around, I don't know around what five thirty. Yeah, they're like? welcome. Coming five o'clock. I mean, we got the first one here. My father-in-law is not late. There we go. <laughs> Never late. <laughs> and whenever they come in, they're going to have a chance to shake hands with kind of everyone as part of the team. Yeah. No, no restrictions. No, COVID, nope. No. There is no COVID rules tonight. There's no capacity. There, I mean, the fire marshal might kick some people out, but uh, there's nothing in here as far as vaccine mandates, none of that stuff. I mean, it's coming and, and enjoy some Lobo football. There you go.
We're going to grab a break, and then at 5 o'clock what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the baseball team because the baseball team's on a rip. We're going to make sure we get a mention of that. Sure are. And then uh, whenever you join us later again in the program, we're going to talk about some of the advancements that have been made in the new weight room that's being built and, and kind of how excited the program, and it should be, is is the excitement surrounding that. Anything before we cut you loose, Coach? No, I'm, I just appreciate you guys being here. I mean, you have no idea how much you help Lobo football and the people out there listening. If you're on your way home, make a U-turn and come on down to University Stadium. Like Come on down that. to the den. Like everything about that. We will be back after this, but make sure whenever you take a break with us, you take it with John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy. If you're looking for a new home and you're in the market, check out them. Also, they got a new community drive coming, but I didn't pull it up. I'm not sure what it is, and I'll get that for you after the break. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Live from Night Champions, we're having a lot of fun. As uh, well, they're starting to roll in. So I saw some fans in the lobby. I saw, I mean, there's this thing's done upright. It's going to be a good little event. And now that. you know why I recruited Cole McKimmy and Dontro Moore for this show. Yeah, so super smart, smart. Oh, the, genius. There's so many dials in town <laughs> tuned in now. It was like, so once you put Cole in the broadcast, that's when you get your Hank baskets. That's when DeAndre, that's that's it's when it all works. Yes, out. DeAndre Red rolls up and yeah. he starts telling stories. You're absolutely right. Loving everything about it. Also, I know Frank Rowell with the program. I know he's never listened to a single segment that doesn't involve like someone he puts on, and he's right here tuned in. How about <laughs> the reaction when DeAndre Wright and Cole McCamey had their little reunion right here, like two star-crossed lovers? Unbelievable, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Man, I haven't with seen DeAndre literally since 2006. 2006. Wow. 2006. I mean, that was pretty special. I love DeAndre. That's She's up. like, who's touching me? Oh, my God, it's Cole McCamey. <laughs> so good. The boy, so originally it was a Lobo takeover of the program, and Rob and Don Trail were going to sit down with Cole, and you guys were going to were going to do the whole broadcast, and Van and I were going to be gone. We were going to be in Las Vegas, New Mexico. We were going to be doing the sports oh, Thoughts and prayers, right? Thoughts yeah. and prayers. For New Mexico Highlands University and uh, the entire community. Yeah, the uh, evacuation order this morning for at least West Las Vegas is what I saw. I think possibly growing at it's this expanded, point. Expanded, yeah. Yeah, yep. and uh, just absolute heartbreak is going on in that community up there. So and you have family there, right, Dontro? I do, I do. You were up there today. This you morning, said. yeah, I had to drive up, up there and get them out out on the ranchito, and um, it was it was it was pretty bad. Um, you know, thoughts and prayers for sure. So just uh, yeah, just absolutely devastating. So um, so obviously yeah, we we have them and. And everything that we have going on. And, and if you reach out to the program at TalkABQ, we got a couple avenues to send resources up that way. So um, if you're a friend of ours and you want to be a friend of theirs, we will do our absolute best to make that connection. Ooh. Took a little bit of logistics to get this broadcast set up, and we were excited to do it. We are going to have a lot of fun. We had to work around baseball because, Rob, your baseball team here at UNM is on a tear, my friend. Well, I'll tell you, it was kind of cool earlier today, right? We're here setting up. Yeah. And we know that the, the new Olympic – uh, weight room will encompass where we're sitting Correct. because the football team is going to move into the brand new facility. I took some photos today of the initial uh, phase of construction. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's literally on the other side of the building where we are right now. And when the football team moves over there, this incredible space that we're in is going to be home to so many sports that are lifting next door in a tent. Right. Sure. Um, it's just incredible what's happening here on South Campus. And one of the guys who was in here after the football team was in for its early lift, and they'll be back tonight, you know, showing off for the fans. But um, he came over and said hello as uh, Lobo lefty Matt Haley was here. Yeah. And you got a chance to meet him today. And um, he pitched brilliantly again over the weekend. Um, unfortunately, the Lobos didn't get a dub when he pitched on Saturday. But they came through yesterday 
And this team uh, has shown so much. Uh, Their the resilience is off the charts. Um, they deserve to win that series. They didn't. They only took one out of three over the weekend. But, again, came from behind on Sunday. And this time they beat San Jose State and closed it out. Terrell Hudson was incredible finishing the game, uh, his longest outing of the year. And he was brilliant. Uh, and the the bats have been amazing. If the, the the Lobos had just had a little bit more pitching over the weekend, they yeah. could have even swept the series. Well, yeah. Don Trell and Cole, the reason I'm even bringing up baseball is I want to talk to you guys about multi-sports as kids, right? Obviously, obviously big football players and do other things, but here's a fun statistic. Of the 280 players drafted in the NFL this past weekend, only 19 of them were sports-specific athletes to football, and everyone else played at least two sports in their youth ages. Talk a little bit about the importance of, and if you played baseball, mention that. Talk about the importance of being a multi-sport athlete as you're coming up. I, if I if I go first, Cole, I yeah. go back to I think my junior year, maybe my senior year. Cole had one of my favorite quotes ever said about me, and the quote was, maybe he remembers it or not, but it, Cole McCamey quote: "If Dontrell's the kind of guy that if you teach him how to do something or if you show him a sport, he's gonna be good at it." And I remember that, and that and that wasn't even to my harm. I remember me and another one of my teammates were talking about the importance of being an athlete versus being athletic and the importance of being able to play multiple sports and being well-rounded and doing those things. I wish I played soccer growing up because I think that's the number one sport as a kid foundation. It teaches footwork. It teaches teamwork. It teaches grit. It teaches all those things, you know, cheating a little bit, right? Soccer, cheat, soccer players cheat more than anybody <laughs> I've ever seen. It's not even close. So it's very important. I love baseball. I know Cole loves baseball. I watch, you know, we, it, it, so we can talk about any sport anytime, but I think it's very important – to, to be able to, to do both. I played basketball. I was a basketball player growing up. I didn't start football till late. And my mom said, you know, I want you to try football. So the importance of, of these young – because I think so much more, maybe Cole can um, uh, expound on this a little bit. Now it's like, do just this. Only play this, right? Like more of the kids are, are trying to specialize at this and they're trained. Play it all. If I – you know, when I – kids and if I – play everything you can until you can't anymore and just be good at all of it. And then when it's, time, when it's time to kind of focus in, then you have an opportunity. But I think playing multiple sports and being good at multiple sports uh, makes you a better athlete. Um, the reason I could catch the ball out of the backfield and the reason I could do those things is because I played multiple sports. My basketball IQ. I, in fact, funny story, Coach Long, um, I was playing basketball with Danny Granger in Johnson Gym years ago and was shooting lights out. And um, I had some basketball opportunities. And uh, Coach, Mc, Coach Richie McKay, who was here at the time, I asked if he asked if I could play. Coach Long said no. He will not be playing basketball <laughs> his years at the University of New Mexico. So, anyways, I love multiple sports. I think it's very, very yeah. important. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I think there's so many points on this, but I, I am so passionate about that very topic because um, the the best day of football was the first and the last. Okay, that first day of practice was, was you were, you looked for it so much, and then you couldn't wait. For that last day, right? Because then you got to go into another Something sport, else, yep. right? And so developing those types of athletic skills in each sport. So, I mean, I, I did track. I did baseball. I did football. I did basketball. I was a soccer player growing up. I didn't play football until we moved to Artesia, where you don't play soccer. You play football, <laughs> right? But, but it, it is so important for these young athletes, and I would say even more so the parents, to understand how important multiple sports are. And I think for the, the, the most important reason is that's their childhood. Mm. 
right? How many people actually go to the next level, college, and then e even fewer you know, to, to the next level? Yep. So, I mean, sports is, it teaches you the values of life, right? Work hard, show up on time. Teamwork. Teamwork, right? Be accountable. It teaches those those things that then you take on to your to and every sport teaches you a little bit so different, different yeah. of that. So I mean I I could go on and on, <laughs> but I think that's such a great topic and a very controversial topic because how many sports specific companies and training there is out there. But but you know f for for me and and the guys that we played with and the best athletes you see out there on Sundays and Saturdays played they all. all played multiple sports. Yeah, all of them. I really like what you said about the intangibles of playing multiple sports and what it takes instead of just an athletic skill set, the whole periphery of what it takes to be a really good uh, student athlete. Rob, you call every sport here for UNM, so you see the kind of transfer of skill that is involved in between each sport. Can you talk a little bit about what each sport can provide as a skill set for these young athletes? First, let me – and. These guys both played ball. They know. Let me completely dispel the myth that somehow baseball players are Art not athletes. as great <laughs> athletes as basketball players or football players sure. or whatever sport X that you can name. Um, you get a chance to be out at practice as often as I do for all three of them, yeah. and you see the gifts that each um, of these sports, these athletes have, and yeah, you can you can see it every day. And and the okay, for example, Jeffrey David, a center fielder um for the current baseball team. Uh he could play wing on the basketball team, he could play wide out for the football team. I promise you, hands down. And I saw firsthand this weekend, he's the starting center fielder first of all because he he probably is the best all-around athlete on the team, okay? So then circumstances our third baseman um, he gets uh, he he, had, he comes out. Jeffrey has to come in to play third base. He saved two runs nice. because he flat out jumped out of the gym. I swear to God, he could have two two feet dead stop jumped and put a dime on the backboard top of the backboard. That he he leapt through the freaking ozone and caught this ball that was headed for the left field corner and and two runs. They are amazing athletes. So, and and I, I think it, it you you clearly see. <laughs> I was telling somebody a story the other day. By the way, happy birthday to Jalen House. Oh, okay. today is Jalen House's happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, um, the Lobo superstar guard, right? One of the Lobo superstar guards. Um, Kyle Bush's birthday today. Too. <laughs> okay, there there we go. If we're going celebrities. Um, Danny Collier, Lobo alum, uh, baseball superstar, standout outfielder, birthday today. Wait, happy birthday, D.C. Okay, there we go. Okay. I'm in. So, but I, I brought up Jalen House because of the athlete thing, the, the conversation that we're, we're, we started here on the athleticism. And in, in terms of being from here to our marketing superstar, Drew, who's sitting right there watching the proceedings, uh, just feet from us, and that, uh, and I say being courtside to watch basketball. I'm, I'm sure that there are athletes at the highest level of basketball that would blow me away if I were this close to them. But I've never seen a human being with a ball dribbling it move as fast as Jalen House in the pit earlier this you know year at the end of the basketball season, 2021-2022 season, in a conference game in our building. He took a ball away about free throw line extended in the backcourt. And 
he was moving so fast going to the basket at the other end. And literally, there was there are 10 people on the court, right? Only one of them's got the ball, and he's got to bounce it while he's running. And he's pulling away. In 94 feet, he's pulling away from the whole rest of the field. The Terry and Silver, everybody in the other jersey, and he's literally blowing them away. It was like, I don't pick, pick your favorite track athlete of all time, right? And it's what he's doing to the field. He's lapping the field. By the time he got to the rim, he was going so fast, he couldn't control his speed as he <laughs> left the, the, the floor, and the, the layup had too much, uh, it just hit the backboard too hard, and it bounced off the front of the rim. And Hunter and I, Hunter Green, my partner, and I, a Lobo legend himself, looked at each other, and we'd never seen anything like it. He's literally the fastest person I've ever watched live do anything. It, that's, that's how, that's what, you know, the athleticism of that guy is incredible. And I, I know he's not a, not a big guy, but shoot, Dontrell, I mean, if, if Jalen House were playing in a, in a scenario in football where he wouldn't get his head taken off, right, by somebody who weighs twice his side and can still run a, you know, four or five, right. he could undress anybody on the field and take it 85 yards in a blink because that's, that's, that's the is. level of athlete Absolutely. that he is, right? Basketball, which is playing both, yeah. is why I could undress people on the football field. It's a perfect example. It really is. It, me being able to handle the ball, do those things, crossover, uh, heads, uh, all that stuff, was in football. I played basketball first. That's a perfect example. And How many a, sports did you play, Cole? Four. So I played four. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in high school, uh, football, basketball, track. And the only reason I stopped playing baseball, because the football coaches wanted, thought track was a better, you know, Transition, conditioning yeah. and transitioning into football. But but track was, like I was talking about, it's so different. Every sport teaches you a different skill set that you can then transfer. Track was, you know, it was not a team sport, really. Right? It's all about you. I got some stats, boys. 23, or excuse me, 233 of the 262 picks were multi-sport athletes in high school. In what the was NFL. the number? 233, so 88% oh, wow. multi-sport athletes in high school in the NFL draft this past weekend. 180, so that's 68%, participated in track and field. 113 played greater than three sports in high school, and only 30 of 262 picks were specialists to just football. And here's what's so ironic about that. If you if you take the landscape of the world from a specialist standpoint, people are, are specific sport training. It's mm-hmm. what they're telling you. It's what if you – I've heard parents say, if you don't focus just on football, you know, you're going to be behind your cousin. Right. You're going to be behind the other player, you know. And, and so it's interesting. That's, that's, it, I love that stat well, because it kind of just shows you that that's where it's at. Let's, let's do this, Dontrell. Whenever we get back from Billy – break let's sit down with Derek Baker because he knows how to train them all no doubt. you don't matter what sport you play hey, <laughs> you ever met a wrestler that wasn't hurt Derek knows how to teach that dude how to lift the right way whenever we get back we're going to do that we're going to have a lot of fun with it and obviously thank you to the sponsors of the program John Lopez real estate and Coldwell Banker sponsors the mobile studio thank you so very much to Mexico Pinion Coffee where we start our day also the YMCA Central Mexico we haven't mentioned yet I-9 Sports we're talking a lot about youth sports right now and I-9 Sports is the program to go to if you want your kid to learn the fundamentals three years old to 16 years old you can get in there and get your kit connected. League Office 280 at i9sports.com. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to Night of Champions. Joining the boys on the broadcast, Derek Baker, Director of Athletic Performance here at UNM. Derek, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I mean, this, is, I mean, this guy here knows what's going on tonight, right? Oh, yeah. So, all right, so you have to throw everything out the window. You can't teach them how to lift for the last six weeks because they got to get ready for this. Uh, yes and no. I mean, this is stuff we do every week. It's bread and butter stuff. It's uh, the basics. So, I mean, 
although this was the goal for a certain group of guys, everybody was training more or less the same way to get to this point. There you go. I mean, obviously you're training to see better results on the field, but this is kind of your Super Bowl, right? Like oh, you yeah. get to see what the boys can do today. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a big day, and uh, it shows just how far we've come in the, the short time I've been here. And we maxed the rest of the team throughout the last week, and just the progress has been been awesome. You know, the guys really bought in, and they've really worked hard, and, and you know, they get excited about it too. Yeah, I'm not sure where you came right before here and being a part of something like this. Uh, tell me your experience with something like this and how you plan to add your flavor to Night of the Champions. So this will be my first showcase okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, or whatever you want to call it. But um, honestly, I'm going to treat it like a normal day, like I did with the, guy, the other guys last week. Um, you know, you got to have energy. You got to have excitement. You got to have confidence. You got to push the guys. You got to challenge them, maybe throw a little bit more weight no on. Doubt. Um, but other than that, it's it's – just another day in the office for me. Spoken like a true. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, get it done, it, boys. I don't care. Oh, exactly. Here. Let's get it. Okay. <laughs> I want to know, and, and the audience probably wants to know, how did Coach Gonzalez, Coach Long, how did they bring this up to you? Like, hey, by the way, this is this is what we're doing, and this is what it means. So, actually, on my interview, this is one of the first things I was brought up. I love oh, it. Wow. I love yeah. it. That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. That's, right. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. We, they, you know, they told me we do this every year in the past, and. You know, it's, it's one of the things we look forward to every year. The guys love, they love it. People come and watch. It's just a great thing for the community, for Lobo football. And, you know, it was just I was like, all right, let's do it. That's awesome. When you're sitting down with individual student-athlete to kind of work on their plan and work on their approach, whenever you're doing that, is it per sport it changes so very drastically, or are you always a, hey, low weight, a lot of reps, a lot of form, a lot of – do you have an approach that hits everyone, or is it all hyper-specific to sport? Um, every sport's different. Um, the mentality may be the same. But, you know, I've, I've trained probably 10, 12 sports. At San Diego State, where I came from, I had track and field as well as football. Okay. So my track and field athletes, you know, within track and field, there's 10 events. Mm-hmm. So even within track and field, the mentality might be the same, the basics might be the same, but you're tweaking everything based on the need of the, the event and the athlete. You know, some people are further along, some people aren't. You know, it's just a different, different aspect to, to all of that, even within the football realm. You know, a quarterback and a linebacker might not be doing the same thing every day. So uh, that's actually a great point. How do you mix the the position-specific training and lifting to something like this where it's about being the beast master, right, and, and, and lifting, maxing out, breaking your, you know, personal record? How, how does that mix together? Uh, so ultimately, when we can keep everybody doing the same thing, we do. We want everybody, the, the team, to be a team. Um, but for a purpose like this, we don't barbell bench our quarterbacks. <laughs> just out of a safety concern, you know. <laughs> um, so they would not be included in this right. just because. Um, but 95% of the rest is the same. So, okay, uh, I want to clarify this. Quarterbacks are not part of tonight. No, there are no God, quarterbacks. See, we were a different breed. Yeah, no, 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 maybe no. next year we might get a quarterback <laughs> that can squat the house. Um, we're working on it right now. You got know, you. we got a lot better. Got but we're, all we're talking about is that culture, Coach. That's all we're talking about is this, this the culture. Oh, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about the intensity that Lobo Nation is going to see here tonight? These kids are going to turn it up to 11, right? Oh, yeah. We got some of the guys we got here. They got big personalities. You know, they're, they're going to be moving a lot of weight. We're going to have most of the team uh, will be here, you know, supporting them as well as the fans. It, it's going to get loud. It's going to get crazy. There's going to be a lot of tempers, hopefully the right kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when you unleash it, I mean – you know, there's no saying exactly how far some guys will go. Sure. Uh, personally, I, I think the strength and conditioning coach, the, the, the person that's in charge of this sanctuary right here, is the most integral part 
of, in, of, a, of a college athlete's success. Um, what would you say to those Lobo fans that are listening that are coming tonight and it says it is your job that will get the Lobos to that next level of, of improving, right? You, have a, you are an integral part of, of the Lobo football success. Um, what, is, what, is your, what is your response to that? How do you embrace that? And how does tonight play a role in that success? Um, I embrace it, and, and you know, I, I try to challenge the guys every day. And to me, that translates to being on the field of this practice or game. They're going to get challenged. Are you going to stand up or lie down? So every day in here, we do something, and you can ask some of the players that is uncomfortable. And we might do it just because it's uncomfortable. You know, and, and that's not only is it going to physically get them better, but mentally they're going to they're be able to withstand some more of those things. And, you know, hopefully, again, going back to the culture, the culture is, you know, you know it's expected. Right. You, you're not, you're not going to lie down when things get tough. And yes, sir. Up or down in the game, you've been through hard things before, yes, and you're going to keep going. Absolutely. And, you know, a piece of that, to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, I also feel like a football team especially takes on the mentality and the personality of the strength coach in, in a way, you know. And so um, if that's true, what's the team's mentality and personality going to be like? <laughs> um, hopefully intensity, uh, doing, doing what you're supposed to do and doing it when you're supposed to do it, whether that's in the classroom, the field, any aspect of life, you know, there's an expectation. And our expectation is that you meet yours. And that's, that's what I try to do every day, you know, is here's what we're doing today. Let's get after it. And, you know, somebody doesn't do what they're supposed to do, and we kind of got to take care of things. Take care of things. Love exactly. it. Joining us Love on the it. program is Derek Baker, the director of athletic performance here at the university. Um, I don't know how you I don't know how you measure, right? I don't, I don't know. So you meet, you meet an athlete as a freshman and they leave as a senior or maybe a, a graduate senior. How do you know at the end of the day you did your job right and you feel great about it? Uh, well, physically, you, you get numbers to kind of support um, what you're doing, whether they got faster on, on, you know, on a stopwatch or on a bench max, they went up 100 pounds over the course of four or five years. Like that, that's pretty easy to measure. Mm -hmm. um, now, the other things could be the hard part is, you know, character. You know, did they change as a person? And if, mm. if they did, was it because of me or not? And, yeah. you know, sometimes you can control that, sometimes you can't. Um, but just, just seeing them grow. Uh, you know, I've done this for a while now, and you – see freshmen and you have them five years later or even with COVID you got super super seniors yeah <laughs> and you know these guys are 23 when they're leaving and just seeing the kid that came in and the kid that left and you know maybe you didn't have everything to do with it but you you like to think that somewhere along the way you influenced how they they were shaped is there is there like one you don't have to name anyone specifically you know but is there one success story that you kind of go back to often when you're thinking about your professional journey so far is there a kid that jumps out to you is like you know your influence made them into that better athlete or that better student or that better person? Uh, there's there's more than a handful of guys that, yeah. you know, come in as a freshman and maybe they didn't have a, a structure at home or maybe they were just the best guy on their team and got to do whatever they wanted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, first year, two, even three years sometimes, they're a real headache, real pain in the butt. You know, <laughs> they, they're always late. They, they don't do what they're supposed to do. They're missing stuff. You know, by the time they leave, you know, some of them are scholar athletes. Some of them are, you know, all-conference all and, and – they just needed that guidance yeah. and that structure. There it is. Derek Baker, thank you so very much for joining us. Boys, we've been talking with coaches. We've been talking with uh, training staff. We've been talking with broadcasters. We've been talking with alumni. Let's talk with a player whenever we get back. Yeah. Joining us on the program, Jarek Reed, and we're going to sit down and talk about uh, why it's important to lift a lot of weight before you hit a lot of people. Yes, sir. There you go. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Well, we've got quite a bit of slowdowns right now. Westbound on I-40. They're going to start around the interchange and go all the way down until Unser. 
Paseo headed west this afternoon, moving slow between Jefferson and Coors. Northbound I-25, we've got slowdowns between Gibson and Lomas. And southbound I-25, Osuna to Montgomery is a slow go as well. Are you ready to make home homier? Get it done with Home Equity. Kirtland Federal Credit Union can help with a home equity loan or line of credit. Learn more at kirtlandfcu.org slash home equity. Kirtland Federal Credit Union. You belong. An equal housing lender. Membership eligibility required. This report is brought to you by Kirtland Federal Credit Union. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress, the largest selection of in-stock furniture in the state. Locally owned and operated. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. Pick out this over and buck the trend. I'm Joe Giglio here to help you beat the books with BetQL Unders have been hot in the first month of the baseball season, hitting at a 57% clip. But as the book suggests, there could be an opportunity to pounce on some overs. The BetQL model has over 7.5 in tonight's Twins-Orioles game as a five-star best bet. They think there is a full run of value on the over. I'm Joe Giglio. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Do you think you have COVID-19? Are you suffering from symptoms like cough, fever, shortness of breath, sore throat, or chills? Knowing if you have COVID-19 can help you seek proper treatment and prevent the virus from spreading to your family and community. You should get tested if you have symptoms of COVID-19 or have been in close contact with someone who tested positive for COVID-19. Don't wait. Find a test near you at findatestnm.org. That's findatestnm.org. Cards issued by Celtic Bank, member FDIC. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's credit cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 3.3% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. RAMP.com slash sports. It was an amazing game on a perfect Friday night. Dominic was unstoppable that night. I've never been more proud being a mama. We never saw it coming. But a drunk driver hit our car. My baby. <laughs> He's gone forever. Drinking? Don't drive. Be safe, not sorry. This message brought to you by NMDOT. Say it with flowers, Albuquerque Florist. Hi, this is Brennan with Albuquerque Florist. Mother's Day is this Sunday. Let flowers express your appreciation. Albuquerque Florist is your source for long-lasting Farm Direct flowers. At Albuquerque Florist, we have a five-day freshness and on-time delivery guarantee. Albuquerque Florist has hundreds of selections to choose from, so you'll find just what you desire. Let our talented floral artists create a memorable bouquet that will leave a lasting impression. To order, shop us online at www.albuquerqueflorist.com. 
where you can view selections and receive online-only discounts. Simply enter the code MOM in the promo code when checking out and receive an additional 10% off. Feel free to call your order in at 881-3336. That's 881-3336. Or stop in. We are located at the corner of San Mateo and Candelaria next to Peter Piper Pizza. The Jim Rome Show, weekdays at 10. Smooth as ever. Smooth as ever. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Sports Animal. Oh, my God. Watch out. Every wide receiver over the middle. Jarek Reed joining us on the program. (laughs) He's about to lift a lot of weight tonight. Jarek, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. I mean, what's up? You trying to impress everyone here tonight? You got like a you got a plan of attack? You need... on, I'm really waiting to see if it's like a very beautiful young lady gonna walk in, sit <laughs> front row, and it's yeah. give me extra, you know, adrenaline to do Super more weight. Super smart. Super smart. Now I know Van was working on getting you like a WWE style entrance. It was gonna do like lasers and smoke, and that you're gonna come cool. out to John Cena, that whole thing. Yeah, if, no, I'm more like a Triple H man. The Super know? smart. Yeah, the yeah, King of Kings. Yeah, for sure. But no, <laughs> we should have did that. We can do. We can orchestrate that next time for sure so what does this gym mean to you like you know how much grit how much determination it takes for you to be out there on that field what is what is what part is that the gyms uh, it, it's a great part of the performance out there on the field you know coming in as a freshman i didn't really realize that everybody thinks you got to go out there cone work drill work and just be outside on the football field but it actually starts here you know to be able to compete on this level to compete against the guy we play against, you know, you got to have you be strong in the weight room. You got to be able to perform in here, you know, do stuff that you never thought you could do, push your body to limits, you know. And speaking on that, like, I never had, like, a nosebleed from doing weights <laughs> until <laughs> just this past Friday, you know, just trying to do more. Coach Baker has pushed me to do more than I ever did, you know, and I got it. You know, I paid a price for it, but, you know, I, I felt good afterwards. You know, it made me a better person. You're talking about pushing the limits, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is. Tonight is going to be – and, a, and an opportunity to push the limits more than you even know. Um, what is your plan tonight to kind of harness all of that emotion and all that energy? You talked about 525, right? Um, what's your plan to go after that tonight? Uh, just the same thing on the field, you know, one, one rep at a time. It's like one play at a time. You know, there's a lot of people here and a lot of adrenaline. The music going to be blasting. A lot of eyes on you, you know. It's not just the regular, just us in the weight room. It's now we got fans who love and support us. And so you just got to take all that in, you know, enjoy it. And just use that to get that to get that bar up. Jarek, help people understand. So, okay, you're going for a 525-pound squat tonight. Okay? Oh man, that's I huge. mean that that is that's insane <laughs> yeah. for the average person to even fathom. And and we you you were giving someone a hard time about feeling <laughs> that weight underneath yeah. right? I mean, it, yeah. it's a real thing. But help people understand how that type of weightlifting and power translates to your position specifically playing defensive back. Uh, it's, it's multiple things that it helps me on the field, you know, coming out my break faster to, you know, break on the ball to make a play on the ball so he doesn't catch it, uh, to jump higher to get the interception or break up the pass, to run faster to chase down that guy who got 20 yards ahead of me finna to go score. So all that cor- correlates to you know, weightlifting. And, you know, it's hard to believe because people think, like, if you lift all that weight, you're going to get slower. You're gonna, you can't be more mobile. But, you know, you got to know your limit. You got to know that this weight room is a very, very, very important thing, not just for my position, just for football in general. And so, like, once you grasp that, like I have, you know, you just, you just love being in here, and it's going to make you a better player. 
Let's talk a little bit about you and your teammates here in the locker room. Would you be able to do what you do without the support and competition from your teammates? No, not at all. And that's the that's the, the big thing about here. You're going to see it in here. Like once we probably do, I, I don't know how to set up this year, but it's going to be the team going to be surrounded by the guy who's going. And so they're going to be pumping you up. You're going to be excited. The adrenaline's going to be uh, boosting, and you need that. Like it, just think about you trying to do the heaviest weights you've ever done in your life by yourself. You know, it's very hard to do. So having that team, having that love and support from your teammates, your brothers that you share the locker with, we're here f six days a week, you know, every single day. So, like, you need those guys. I need those guys to help me do what I want to do. How does that translate to game day? How does that culture translate to the locker room before the game starts and the play on the field? How do you bring that energy not just through this event and into the game but all the way through the game? Uh, I just think it's just repetition. You know, this is what we do. You know, everything we do is love and support. It's, um you can't fake it, you know, that you can tell when it's fake energy. And so, like, once you do it here, you do it in the locker room, and then when it comes game day, it's just natural. You know, it's easy. Everybody wants to play on Saturday night, Saturday evening, whenever, whenever it is on Saturday, everybody wants to play. So that's how you just translate it. You just do it now, and then when it comes game day, it's easy. Why, why do you believe tonight is the perfect culmination? I talked about – you work January, you get back from break, right? It's January, then it's February, then it's spring ball, then it's training, and it's lifting, and outside, and da-da-da. Why tonight? Why is tonight a perfect culmination for you? Because it's just all those days from January when we started until now, this is our last day. You know, this is where you, know, this is where you see where, where you, what you did the whole offseason. You put everything into this one day. And, it, and the best thing about it is our last day. You know, after, after today, you break. know, we get a little break. <laughs> get to go home, see the fam, eat some good food, you know, just to just lay down and relax for a couple of weeks until we got to come back and do it all over right. again. So all of that is just a big make this night uh, better, especially with the fans out here, too. This is, what, this is what you do it for. You do it for other people to see you. You do it for yourself, but you also do it so people can see how, how great you are. So that's why that, all that comes together for this one night. Cool. So, uh, Jarek, are you going to make any predictions tonight? I mean, 525 is on the sheet, but I mean. Oh, for sure. I you mean, always got to beat the sheet. You always got to beat the sheet. I can't, <laughs> How I can't, much? Uh, I mean. I can't settle for what's on the sheet. Okay, um, thank you. That, that's kind of where I'm going with this. Honestly, me, you, you see, when you look at this sheet, you see Ian Sewell is 515. You have Chad Alexander with 525. Those are the, 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 um, the lowest weight. So, I'm trying to just be the guy. Nah, if we've been realistic, like Adam Gay is going to probably squat more than everybody. Nah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> shooting to be the strongest guy, but I know for a fact I'm not going to be the weakest guy either. Love y'all too, man. Appreciate wow. Mine's a high there. You at least got to beat that by 20 pounds now. I know. So 545? Yeah, I was thinking 545. Okay, okay. Then, All right. I'm saying right. that because Coach G, he, he loved to relive his glory days back in like 19, whatever, when he was playing. But he did 545. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of weight now. That's a lot of weight, Coach, Coach G, he did 545 his last time ever, you know, squatting in his, in his uh, weight, same weight room. So I'm trying to beat that. You know, me and him, we, we bump heads all the time. We always there you go. with each other. So I'm, I'm trying. I'm, that's what I'm shooting for, to answer your question. 550 to beat him. Man. Bang. There you go. Five, five, what's that? 550 tonight. 535? Yeah, five Jerk, plates. Jerek Reed. A 25 and a 25. Yeah. Yep. Last thoughts, Jarek, before we let you go, I want to make sure we get a mention of this. So, what do you, you work at this? Like, is it 49 weeks out of the year or something crazy? You're committed. Like, it's all football. Yeah. Like, these next two weeks, I know you said relax and eat some good food, but, like, like how do you just unplug from this thing that you've lived every year for, like, the last 10 years of your life? I'm not going to lie to it. For me, it's very easy. Yeah. Like, like once I leave here, like, I bust my butt. 
while I'm here, and then when I go home, it's it's Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out with the friends, stuff like that. So it's not that hard for me to unplug from this. You know, you gotta take you gotta take a break. But I'm not. I don't want to go insane about football. Yeah, you know, be at home and just be just go crazy. That's all I live, sleep, and breathe. While I'm here, that's what it, that's my my main focus, my main job. When I go home, it's you know my focus is otherwhere. You know, just want to just enjoy life. There we go. Without football, you know. Jared Reed, thank you so very much. Do very good tonight. Impress yeah, everyone. Have fun. You know, Five fifty. There's have a, fun. Have fun, first that's, and foremost. That's number one, have fun. But, yeah, for sure. but don't forget, there is a drip when you come on this show, and everyone who comes on the show, they mm-hmm. catch the two men on drip, and then they go and set records and break all the rules. It's that simple. I love everything about it. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Sure. I hope I give y'all what y'all looking for out here. Good luck tonight. Appreciate you. The man. show, Jarek Reed, thank you so very much. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Having a lot of fun, laughing a lot. Big thank you to Jared Reed, huh? JR's awesome, isn't he? Oh, my gosh. That's a personality right there. There's, sometimes you interview guys and you're like, well, that's a guy who's going to take my job. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so he rolls Never. out of bed and shoots. Probably one of the of most beautiful golf swings you will see it's, is the voice of the Lobos, Robert Portnoy. <laughs> beautiful baby draw. It starts oh, yeah. on the right, so ends up to the middle. I mean, it is. So modest. Have you seen the it's contract beautiful. he negotiated with UNM when on the road? When on the road, he gets one game off every road trip where he can go and just play every municipal link in the what? community there. It's crazy. Just, just hustling what? everybody. Yeah. yeah. Got the, yep. you know, he's, he's got a general out. ledger line there in the budget <laughs> for greens fees. and. Food. You didn't see how I paid these guys off before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweet deal. And food. <laughs> for me, it's this wedge. You know, it's about we think about like the night of champions, and I think the clean, if you're nice. a wedge player, I do. And the, uh, me and Cole talked about it. The clean by far is the most important lift tonight as a football player, as a golfer. Robert's wedge would be like Cole's 323. It's that good. 323 still <laughs> yeah. a record. Robert Portnoy with a wedge in his yeah. hand is a sight to if, behold. If ever the time comes where he accidentally puts it in a bunker, so maybe once a summer, he goes in and just get it right out. Just oh, it's not. No, I'm, I'm talking like 120 in. It's two putt and he's out of there. It's a single putt. It's just awesome to watch. From the texter, Sebastian Noel. Is it true Rob gets an extra 30 yards when he grunts like Monica Sellis when he hits the driver? <laughs> I've actually played with Sebastian, so he knows. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, he goes out there and he's like, oh, I'm just going to do my stock. You know, my, this is my stock. And then he goes, <laughs> got all over that one. <laughs> it's all about the it's all about the stretching though that that the Portnoy does. I mean, he does a little bit like golf yoga right before he starts. Go go. And yeah. I mean, that his hair, his voice, and his golf game. I mean, this, this is the it's like the perfect. It's awesome. I, it's awesome. I, Portnoy, no this segment Portnoy, I want to be Portnoy roast segment. I didn't. I want to be like you when I grow up. We didn't up. have a pencil then. <laughs> hey, give us one of your patented. Yours pretty darn good, Cole. Oh, Thank no you. doubt. Yeah, Thank no you. big doubt. time. No doubt. Hey, and when. Rob gives you a dig on the golf course. It's way more harsh because of that voice. <laughs> he'll he'll just walk like just slowly walk past yeah. you. That was a real nice try. Mostly, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Mostly it's just because I don't do them frequently, so I pick my spots <laughs> so they carry more weight. Decent <laughs> effort. Decent yeah, effort. Yeah, you tried real hard, Van. You're also the best at uh, quiet in my backswing. Quiet in my backswing. Like, what, Rob? We just were trying to support, guy. We just want to be out there with you. I'm trying to teach Dontrell and Cole about distraction golf. I where hate it. You can literally do anything to the guy before hate and it. during his shot yeah. without touching him. Hate it. You can distract him hate it. verbally. You can throw basketball stuff around rules. him. Yeah, these are yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If, as long as it doesn't impact him. Hate it. And, and that, that gets him to be, you know, able Noonan. to. Noonan. Right. No. Right. It's, it's not. He wants Knight of the Champions on the golf course. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Tiger, shut it off in my backswing. No, we do not. Oh, my gosh. I like it to be quiet. I like it. I hate when people are back there talking. Yeah. This this. I might shank it on my own, but let me shank it. <laughs> with <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's too much fun. The the crowd's starting to roll in, boys, and we uh, so the event kicks off. There's a murmur already, isn't there? All right, so oh, mur yeah. all right, so hold on. Let me Google a word real quick. <laughs> a what? Stanford? A what? A what? Come murmur. on now. Murmur? murmur? Yeah, that's that's a that's like a two dollar word. He uses ten or twenty dollar word. That's about a two dollar word. <laughs> Look at Rob being loquacious say, again. Loquacious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say buzz. Hey, Dontrell's real facetious earlier today. 
we're it's, we're raising the level of the game well, on well, two men on. Pro- this program needs yeah, to. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you don't know our audience, guys. <laughs> so at 6 o'clock, and it, it's filling out here. And uh, So when do the first weights go up, though? When are the first weights being lifted? Uh, it starts at 6. So that's on the yeah. dot, right? Yeah. Normally what happens is they'll – They'll get their stretches on. They'll get. They'll kind of get ready, yeah. and that way, well, at least how we do it. And I saw them stretching back there and be ready to go. A lot of descriptors of what we're seeing whenever we get back because we're laughing a lot with it. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. Don't touch me. Dot com. Live from Night of the Champions. We are. Well, we're watching them come out, aren't we, boys? Yes, sir. It's, it's go time. The boys just walked out. They're getting loose. We've been here since 4 o'clock. KOB only just now showed up, so they're yeah. in our shadow. Good for them coming to the party. A little late, but they're at the party. Can't say they're not. Big thank you to Rob Portnoy, who has decided to quit the program. He's going to go and see the event. Didn't even say bye on air. But did you cut him again like you cut him last time? Smart. On brand. We're sitting on brand. John Moore, who is uh, not just X on a color commentary for football games, but a pretty good radio broadcaster, too, huh, big guy? Not too bad. Cole, Cole McKamey is also with us. Uh, we've been having a fun little connection for you two because you played a lot of years together here at UNM and obviously been through an event very similar to this and this one by name the same. How do you feel, guys, with the, the players coming out? What do you, you got, like, an energy and a buzz? I notice we're standing now. Forget the seats. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> standing, swaying, swaying, kind of, you know, cracking yeah. some knuckles a little bit. I mean, this is – uh, extremely nostalgic for for both of us, and I want to speak for Dontrell. But I mean, this is this is such a cool time. You got people in here, as uh, Portnoy said, a murmur. So yes. you know, <laughs> yeah. a, a buzz in the air. You can feel the energy start to rise. So it, it's, I'm just going to give a little descriptor to maybe Lobo fan on the way, or, or those uh, that are only going to be able to really take it in from us. But there's what do you think, boys? Eight, ten athletes out here right now, and. They're lining up per rack, and, and Rob is going to identify them to the crowd. And this is a crowd that I'm going to identify as impressive. Yeah, it, it's exactly that. They're getting warmed up. Um, I would say, yeah, I would say 10 athletes preparing. Kind of, they're, they're working on the clean, which is that full body uh, Olympic lift, and uh, that looks like what will be first. And, again, there's, you know, four or five bleachers and, you know, 90% pool out here. So, um, you know, it, it, we're moments away from the, the grit and the grind. And, uh, you know, they'll be making a lot of Robert Portnoy grunts on his uh, like driver that. swing. Yep, like that. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to, to get it done tonight. Lobo Nation has showed up in droves, and Lobo Nation is excited to see these guys pump some iron tonight. The energy here is palpable. Cole, do you have any fans when you did this? Sorry, say that again? Do you have any fans when you did this? You know what? I mean, it, it's – so when I was able to be a part of this – we, we painted our faces. Yeah, we, nice. had, we had music. I mean, we, we took this thing. I mean, this was like a Braveheart type of deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> we were getting ready for war. You didn't really <laughs> notice all the people other than, I mean, it was just the the energy it was is absolutely electric, and you can start to feel it get the same way. So, guys, let me ask you. Dontrell, Cole, do you wish there was, like, a division for X player? Are you guys ready to go out there right now? You know I am. Cole's not <laughs> right no, now. no, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm seeing the golf course, boys. That's, that, that's, that's where I'm going to, uh, you know, take my talents to. And as you can hear the crowd get excited in the background, for me, absolutely. Right now, if they let me tonight, I'd go clean and try to set a record right now. I just absolutely love it. So, um, uh, they'll, they'll, they're, like I said, they're warming up, and I'm, and I'm trying to stay here. Maybe I, you know, I'm lifting down and squatting low. You know, the, 
All right, give us a little insight here, Dontrell. So you know the players on the field, right? You know what they look like out there with pads on and helmets on. Tell, who are you most excited about? And I know you know the personalities. I know you know all. Give us the reasons why. So, yeah, so for me, I, I, I'll piggyback a little bit with, with Coach Gonzalez, Enrico Hanna. Just yeah. his, who he is, right, how he looks, how he carries himself. Um, I think that's the, kind of the person I'm looking for. We had Jarek on the show. I, I Just seeing him actually, you know, in person with his shorts on outside of the pads, put together. You can see the solid. I, yeah. think, I think he beats the 525 tonight. Um, you know, Cody's taller, you know, kind of different body than I, than doesn't, like, for me, look like a person who's going to lift a lot, but I, I, I'm looking forward to him kind of coming out of his shell and, and being real strong tonight. And those are kind of the three, Rico and Jarek Reed and, and Cody Moon, who I'm looking forward to see kind of kind of, kind of pump things up tonight for the fans. I think Adam Gay is going to put that hair up in a ponytail, and <laughs> he's going to be over 600. God, that's a big number. I, such a I, number. I, I think he'll be. I think he'll be close. Um, what's the number? He's has the five ninety five. The, here's the reality: five ninety five is big outside of tonight, right? Yeah. So if you're asking for six hundred, can can Knight of the Champions produce a six hundred? Absolutely, it can. We'll see if it does, though. I'll tell you what: he was absolutely in the zone, like where I'm standing. You could see him warming up on the bike back there, and he's got this look in his eyes, like he's ready to set every record, not just his PRs. It's a different breed of athlete today, right? Like, it's not what – we're all relatively the same age. It's not what it was no. – what, what we watched growing up. Faster, and, it, and, and it's incredible to me just how much, like, these types of programs and approaches have gotten there. Do you boys feel like if it had been – and I'm not saying it was poor at the time. I'm no. absolutely not saying that. No, I got you. But do you think it would have been, like, the hyper-emphasis in apps and tracking and the technology associated? Do you think it would have been different for your bodies physically coming absolutely. to college? I'll talk about just about the food. These guys get breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. snack, and snack. We got one meal a day on the scholarship. Right. One meal a day. So just from the sheer meal standpoint, the the technology, the 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 innovation, the the uh, more things that they're accessible to, the resources they have to be a great athlete. If we had those things, right? Absolutely, things would have been different from an athletic production standpoint. Well, it, for I sure. mean, just like everything else, you have to constantly get better. Right, you have to get better, and uh, you talk about the food, but, I mean, things evolve. Uh, the game has evolved. The business has evolved. And so with that, you either grow or you get left behind. Yeah. So, so we're air quotes post-COVID. What does it mean to these student-athletes to have fans here to support them? I mean, we're all, you know, crossing our fingers that we're post-COVID, right, if that's something to say. And, and I know this, that the year that the Lobos went through in Vegas and all of that would not having anybody – this is just great. They love it. It means something different. Like you said, for, since January, they've seen nobody but each other, right? Like, oh, my God, I'm tired of looking at Cole, right? I want to see somebody else. I want to go get somebody else. I want to feel somebody else. So I think that's the cool part about having people out and, 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 and being able to see people tonight and have some fun, and that will change the level of what they're doing for sure. Well, and, and you know, th this is what division sports is all about. I mean, this is this is part of why you play sports is to be able to showcase your ability Two fans, mm -hmm. and, and it, it's sort of a you know um, a, a macho type of deal, right? I mean, this, this is it. Yeah. Th this is part of the game. So right now we're we're currently looking at the clean, and you were talking about Don Trill. You, I mean, it's a sexy lift. Oh, like 
and and the guys that are out there doing it, like in regardless, let's say you're a squat guy, let's say you're a bench guy, let's say you're we were joking earlier about curls, curls, yeah. You know, let's say, but when it comes time to compete, I mean, everyone puts their name in the clean hat. Like everyone wants to be a part of this one. And and there's a reason why. It's it to me, it's the number one lift for just full body athleticism, full explosion, body explosion, yep. full body amazingness. I like that word you used. It is a sexy lift, and here's why it's sexy. You can't fake it. Right, you, right. You get under 323, and if you don't have everything, you're, you got to have your form. You got to. We had a great uh, Joaquin was a great Olympic lifter. He, the, the, the technique is why it's sexy. So it's a lot of grit. It's a lot of that. It is a lot of grit. But more importantly than grit is you got to have technique, just like on the football field, right? You have to have technique that that accompanies everything you do, right? If you're just a raw out there, you don't excel like you should. But when you add that technique with athletic ability and raw talent, then you become special. Then you become 323. Yeah, the clean really is a, it's a full body lift, right? It, it is. It takes every single muscle to get that weight moving from, a, a, you know, dead still up in the air and catch it. Yep. And then squat it up, right? Yep. I mean, it's that full body lift. It is. Cole, Cole how did you hit 323 on the dot? Where you're like, okay, we're going to count the that, clips for the quarterback that, group. Yeah, that's a we're great question. We're going to count question. the clips, too. In fact, Jarek Reed was just asking me, how would you get to 323? I don't remember the details, guys. I mean, those are minor details. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I will tell you is, is when I broke that record on Night of Champions, I threw that weight up so high because of the adrenaline, I, I, I started falling backwards into the crowd and had to catch it and then step back on the platform, like with that adrenaline. So, I mean, I, I cleaned it. Plenty high, right? Plenty high. And then the next lift, all the adrenaline's gone. I tried to go up, no zip pounds, done it. for the night. Uh, I, was, I was good with the record. Well, you know what the Olympic lifting, right? You have the different numbers and stuff, so you can get, you can have a, like a 12 or like a, you know, like three blues is like 322. Right. Or th- it's, not, it's not exactly sure, sure, like sure. a 45. So that's how you get there. But like you said, details don't matter, but I'd like to you throw it there. You did it. You did it. threw it up. That's what's up. Uh, but. I clean 3.30, but who's counting? So, <laughs> If you are just exiting work and you're joining us on the broadcast, we're live at the Night of Champions, and this is as unique of radio as I've ever done. And I've done some weird stuff, boys. I've done, like, <laughs> swim meets and diving competitions. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, this is – this is a um, this is overselling to me what I thought it would be. I very much thought it would be primarily, and teammates are here. I'm not going to say they're not, but the fans are. That's feet from the lifts that are happening. Correct. They're, you are just submerged in positive energy and support. And it is, and it can be a little distracting if you're not focused. That's what I'm saying. So you have to be able to harness that energy. Sure. It's not just the crowds here, because I. I hate to bring this story up, but we had a guy who was going for his PR 500, and he got 500 on Friday and couldn't get 4, 445 of the night of champions yeah. because this was too much. He wasn't able to harness uh. it. Then, you know, I won't say his name, but it, it, can, it can go the other way. Yeah. So you have to be able to harness it and be able to use it, right? Yeah, you know, so, again, it's a special night. I stepped out in the car mines tonight, the Jordan. So it's, it's, a, it's a special night. I know Van will like that. And so uh, I see my man in the, in the threes over there. Yeah, baby. And so uh, looking good, looking good. Let's talk about the mind state of these guys right now. Like, you're talking about some people can't handle energy. Some people feed off the energy. What's going through their head right now? Are they just, like, going through, like, muscle memory, really? Like, I've done this over and over again. Let's just go through it again. Or they're like, or is this special? Let's go. Yeah, so, I mean, you can can tell that they are working their way up to that lift, to that one single lift to, to try to break that record. So they're going to jump up weight. It could be 25, 35 pounds each time, but they're they're working themselves up to a point to then get their mind right for that one lift, right? And you'll see this crowd. 
get louder and louder the closer they get to that one lift. Yeah. Cole, I know we have to cut you loose from the broadcast after this one. Thank you so very much yes. for your time Oh, this tonight, has been a blast, brother. guys. This is awesome. I had a great time. Obviously, yeah. seeing Don Trail is always a pleasure. Love you, man. And, you know, we pick it up right where we left it off. <laughs> so crazy. I like always. Like, yep. But, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank Before you. Before we go, give us a little plug. Tell us a little bit about Total Kitchen. Oh, I appreciate that. So um, we are a home improvement company. We um, remodel kitchens. We do home organization, getting into the window game a little bit. Um, but uh, we were fortunate enough to start our company six weeks after COVID hit. Yeah, smart, and, super smart. And we, we, <laughs> we, my wife and I gambled on ourselves, and uh, it's paid off. And um, uh, we, we cover the entire state of New Mexico, and we're uh, fortunate enough to be contracted with Home Depot as well. So we have the 17 Home Depot stores. We do all their work for them as well. Uh, but just um, – very blessed, very grateful, um, and uh, if you need to find us, we're at uh, www.totalkitchenmakeover.com. Um, free in-home estimates for your kitchen makeovers. There you go. Love everything about it. Yep. We will grab one right here, and when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring you our reactions to clean, but I think it'll probably still be going on. I can't imagine it'll be done that quick. It will be. Yeah, oh, it will. So yeah. then, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of give you who got there and, and how excited they were about it, and we're really having a blast at the Mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports game. Hi, Michael. I know you're back in the studio. We haven't talked to you a ton, but you're missing out, big dog. So, all right, so what it is, and Dontrell's going to get a new headset because it looks like his is surrendered a little bit. Don, can you hear us now? All right, Dontrell's back. Dontrell, welcome back to the broadcast. Tell me what we're seeing out here, because I think we just saw Luke Weissong, the wide receiver, clean 315 pounds. Yes, so Luke Weissong, just a stud. Just right now we got, uh, oh, man, this is just awesome to watch. So Luke Weissong, the reason he's an interesting, just a wide receiver, just athletic, one of the Lobos' best offensive players, just got his PR of 315. Heck yeah. And got it easy, got it easy. Bobby Wooden also went. His was 275, was his goal tonight that's cleaning. I think he just got 295. So it's already at a high level right now. Cody Moon hit his PR, like you he said, did. 275. And right now, Will Dennis. Will Dennis just pulled. No, excuse me. Dennis Hayden just went 305 on his way to 315. Yep. And I, it's all right. So also, there's the guys lifting, but there's support around them, Van. There's, the second the bar goes down, they're stacking it up for the next one. These guys, There's no. It's rapid fire. No, yeah. They just go, 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 go. And you have to go, go, go. When you're feeling the energy from this crowd and when you're feeling the energy from these teammates, how could you not be your best in an atmosphere like this? That's exactly what it is, right? The, the rapid fire, the rapid fire is fun. It, it creates the environment. It keeps the fans engaged, and you know that you've got to get ready. And here's the thing. They have a goal. We yeah. have these numbers on here, right? You know where you're getting, and then you try to get that goal so you don't you know, go too hard too soon. Throwing on a headset right now, DeAndre Wright. Assistant football coach for this UNM football team. DeAndre, are you enjoying this, my dude? As much as I possibly can right now. This is probably the only time throughout the day we get to relax. (laughs) (laughs) So, DeAndre, is there like a little piece of you that wants to go out there and compete? Or are you just like, nah, this is for the boy? Not at all. (laughs) My time here has been done. I completed it. I have no regrets. And I'm just watching the future now, and I'm going to keep supporting them every way I can and making them better players. See, I want to get out there and clean right now. Right. You go ahead and 
clean, Dontrell. I'm do. not going out there. I understand. I understand. I mean, you're the only one here that still looks like you're 22 <laughs> years old. <laughs> so, if y'all could be here, this man has not one gray hair in his beard right now. I have three. <laughs> <laughs> So the fan base, the Lobo Nation is out in full. I mean, there's easily over 100 people in here. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. And then stacked behind the fan base is the teammates, the fellowship. Yeah. Oh, my God. But if there's two boys we can talk to about it, it's you guys. Talk to me about Lobo fellowship. Yeah. DeAndre and I have both been a part of this where, you know, not, you know, there's, you know, 100 football. There's 100 players on the team. But tonight is just 9 or 10, right? If you make it to tonight, right? If you're going for your Mm -hmm. PR tonight, so your boys come out and they're going to make fun of you. That's the reality. They're going to make fun of you. The fans may not do it. DeAndre's laughing because he knows, right? The fans are going to support you. But back in the dorm or back at the crib or back at the apartment afterwards, man, you was trying to go for 315 and you only got 295. What happened? (laughs) I agree with that statement. (laughs) DeAndre, of course you're rooting for every single student athlete out here. You want them to see their best. But are you got a little special place in your heart right now for your position group? Are you rooting harder for those guys? That's not even a question. Unfortunately, we don't have any corners out here right now. But they have had a very, very good offseason. I will give them that. Uh, At least all of our corners have put on at least six, seven pounds. They've gotten stronger in the weight room. We do have like three, four hundred squatters, three, three, four hundred pound squatters. And then we have three 300-pound bench presses, too, as well. But everybody across the board had a good offseason this season. Awesome to hear. What you just saw right now was Cody Moon break his PR, got 285, and now Luke Wysong is this going guy to is break. Really oh, he's a stud. Get up. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Look at oh, that. Oh, my woo, goodness. Woo, woo. So that was 320, 325. Hey, get him on, too. Hey, you got to get on the interview, man. <laughs> we have Byron Bell in the house. He used to be a Lobo, Lobo too. I don't yeah. know why he's walking away. Byron. <laughs> Byron Bell, Carolina. So, as, yep. as we're watching the guys go up and come down with it, we'll, and we'll use right now, We'll use Luke as an example. Yeah. Almost had to reset a little bit there on the way up. Yeah, right? so, but the crowd pushes him through it. That's exactly what happened. Fred, you see it. He's up, and he's going for his best 325, and he kind of falling down a little bit, and the crowd starts going, yeah. And so he stood up and got it. It was just awesome. Loyal listener, friend of the show, you are you absolutely can't go without hearing the buzz in the background. There's it no is way. It's so awesome. cool to see. It's so, I mean. I got energy from this. Well, like, I'm ready to get out there, see, too, man. See? DeAndre, you were I'll be doing significantly yeah, less than these guys, but I'm ready to get out there. Well, DeAndre yeah. was kind of <laughs> a little bit on Byron Bell, just walked by, but, like, normally when radio's at a place, we're the hottest. Everyone wants to come on and get on the microphone. Not right now. No. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's very good, Fred. Absolutely. Oh, the radio's there. Let me go get on. Nope. nope. I'm watching Night of the Champions. I want to see what these guys are doing because that's where the energy is right now. It really is. All right, so this is 315, and is that Dennis Hayden down there? Is that right? It is. Okay, so going for that PR right now is Dennis Hayden. He's got oh. it up. Boom. Oh, nice. want to know if that's too easy. Easy. We throw some more on. Oh, that's Rico. Oh, that's Coming Rico. Oh, sorry, sorry. 21 miles. He has run 21 miles per hour no. before. The one who just oh, yeah. power clean. Yes, that's Rico Hanna. He's so a Rico Hanna. Just went for 315. He's a linebacker that runs 21 miles per hour. That's too fast. Those are gazelle numbers. Dude, that's, wow. that's me on a bike. What, what machine did he? What it's, was, a, it's called a new, I guess it's a new program that we're trying out right now. They sent us some samples of it. It's called Catapult, and it's a vest, and they have like this, I don't know what type of device it is. It sits on the back in the middle of their back, and it just records their whole workout, how many steps they've been taking, oh my gosh. how long they've been running, and how fast they've been running. It's like Iron Man stuff. Thank you. Oh, oh, 
Carlos Salvador, oh, who oh, just close. missed 305. He was going for 275 tonight. That's his clean number. He's blowing he past. Just it. missed, barely missed 305. He already got 295. I tried try 305 there. Absolutely. Yeah. He got out a little in front of him, and so he couldn't he couldn't clean and stand it up. Hey, but there's this fun moment too, like during the lift boys. And I don't know if you've ever been to like WWE or whatever, right. but like when when that big move goes up to be held, or, yeah. everyone holds their breath. <laughs> It's like there's this yeah. It's like when Albert Pools is at the bat, and it's like it's like what's he gonna do? Yeah, yeah. and that's what happens right now. What, I think Luke's going for three. Oh, this is Moon. All right, so Cody Moon who hit two seventy five. Oh, so that's a near miss. Yes, a near miss. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So, so we're getting to the point. Uh, since you can't be here watching with us, we'll, we'll describe it to you. These guys have already hit all their PRs. Correct. And now they're trying to go past their PRs. That's just the energy. That's energy. Yes. Oh, yeah, wow. Nailed it. Right wow. It's kind of hard to – the pacing of this is kind of hard <laughs> to explain. You don't even get a second to come down. <laughs> Before you're up yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a neat night of champions that we are currently at here at uh, the campus of UNM Lobos. We're in the weight room, and, and this is the last one. There will be a new weight room next year. Yeah, the, 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 the football team is getting their new weight room. It's, it's going to be stated they are right in the uh, south part of the, uh, uh, the uh, complex there, right in the south end zone. Big crowd in attendance. Two men on is live right now. We actually have to step away for a commercial break. I thought clean was going to be over by now. Oh, man. It, it's, remember I told you, it's the number one lift, and there's a reason. DeAndre Wright, thank you for taking a couple minutes with us. Welcome back to the coaching staff. Oh, no problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so <laughs> into it. Yeah, DeAndre's in the zone. <laughs> whenever, whenever we get back, we're going to try to see if we can peel off Brandon Ortega. To come over now oh, he's working too hard he says two men on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal welcome back to night of champions coach danny gonzalez is joining us on the program what are we looking at Woo! pretty good Coach, how about this support from the crowd? What a great turnout and great energy from these student athletes. Okay, so you started with the clean. Why'd you pick to start with the clean? All right, so we got a little bit of technical difficulties, and I think we got to resolve now. So, how about now? Yeah, that's. Oh, what, here we go. Yeah, Welcome we're, back, we're back coach. on it. Sorry about that. That's okay. Big appreciation, Dontrell Moore, for surrendering his headset. I'll tell you what it is. There's too much energy around here. Is what it is. It's, it's exciting. We're, we're it blowing out headphones. Heck of a deal. So, uh, and you were just talking about why you decided to go with the clean first. Well, those guys have been warming up since about 5:15. I mean, it takes a while to get ready to do a power clean. And instead of getting everybody out here watching them warm up and get ready, they jumped in, they finished their last warm-up sets in front of everybody, and now they're doing the big numbers. Those guys back there are warming up for bench press, and then you'll see some guys on the outside towards the end of the bench to start warming up for the squat. 
Let's, let's talk about motivation for these guys. Obviously, they want to do their best for the team. They want to do the best to set a new PR. But they want to beat their teammates. And not only that, we had Jarek Reed on earlier, and he said he's got to hit 545 to beat you. Oh, you know, that there's – well, one thing that's really good is – when you're on a when you're on a record wall or a record book, they can't argue with you. Sure. So I mean, sure. I've gotten a whole lot better since I played because <laughs> as time goes on, I mean, I was back in the VHS days. Most of those VHS tapes you can't even put on DVD anymore. No. So they have no idea. I can tell them I was as good as I want, and I still got records up there. So it's all fun banter. Unlike me, when I tell stories, you have proof. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> there you go. How about how about this turnout, coach? This, this turnout's awesome. I mean, these guys have been working their tails off since January. Uh, the guys that have earned to compete tonight, th- this is what it's about. And I'm, I couldn't be more happy with everybody that's here. I mean, Cody Moon, he just missed Near 315 miss. pounds. Uh, for, for a guy that came in here as 180 pounds, he's going to be one of our better linebackers. Get over 300 pounds is a big deal. He set that PR at 300. It's awesome. Crazy. You know, we uh, when we had Jarek on, not only did he say he wants to beat your record, but he kept saying, beat the sheep, beat the sheep beat the sheep and so far every single one of your student athletes in the power claim has beat the sheep you know I, I hate to say they get penalized for for not going up but they get penalized i mean they have to go up from their personal record every time we have an off season they'll have to do it again in the end of july because there's i mean there's got to be steady progress and these guys are are showing tonight now a lot of them are making a lot of progress because honestly we weren't very strong it's going to be a lot harder in july to top what they're doing right now and I think Coach Baker's done a great job, and, and it'll just help us get better as a football team. Your fan base, Lobo Nation, the supporters, the alumni, the friends, the family, they're about 10 freaking feet away. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, there was a couple times the guy's walking forward trying to bounce it. You better watch out in the front row. Uh-huh. You better be able to jive and move. And it looks like we got some student athletes in the front row to protect the rest we of the do. crowd. We do. There's, there's a couple of them there's up there. There's a buffer zone to keep everybody sure, I think safe. we got Coach Ross Schiller. He still thinks he's young enough to play. He's up there in the front row. So we, we got some people that, that might be able to take one for them. This division, this is exactly how you needed it to be? Yes, this is awesome. I mean, uh, our first, Derek did a great job. Our facilities crew, uh, Matt, Tim, Joe, setting this thing up, getting bleachers in a weight room where there's really nowhere to get them in. Uh, they made it happen. And then the people showed up. I mean, and, and that's what I've been talking about since I've been back. If everybody wants to be as good as we talk about, they have to show up. And they're doing their part. And you, you stress hard work. You stress hitting the locker room just as hard as you hit the field. What's it feel like you being a coach and you seeing these young men beat all these records? Well, you know, it's the, the effort that they're putting in right now is, is outstanding. It's, what, it's, the, it's the part that we use for success that's probably the most important. I mean, we're not going to be the most talented team. We'll have enough talent. But we can separate that talent gap by physically beating people up. And we have to be able to do this stuff to do that. So that's... That's the best part of what's taking place in our weight room right now. Now, Cody Moon, what is he going for here? This is Bobby Wooden running back. He's going for 305. Ah, He got 300. No, he was going for 315. So, and I know his PR before the day was 275. So, here's what I'm seeing, though. And and I know it's going to sound cliche, and after I say it, there's a little bit of an eye roll from from friend of the show. But this is fellowship. This is growth. This is culture. Significant. Hey, you're measuring weight, but how do you measure, like, those intangibles of, of the team being a freaking team? It's, you know, I mean, you can't. I mean, you see it on game days when you see it. When, when things are – when there's desperate moments in a game, when one side of the ball is struggling, you, you see them pick each other up instead of beat each other down. And I think this is all a part of it, the team chemistry, the team building. I mean, we got 
everybody on everybody cheering each other on. So right, me right there, he just got to be not be afraid to get underneath it and squat it up. Talk a little bit about uh, Coach Baker, director of athletics here for you. I mean, director of athletic performance here yep. for you. About the culture he's established here. Well, I mean, it's it's got to be we're all in this together. And I think Derek, Coach Baker does a great job of, of holding them accountable. I mean, he gathers them up in the weight room. He tells them what the deal is. You can see around here there's no board written on what the workout's going to be. There's none of that. He tells them what they're going to do. He gives them a specific time. He gives them the expectation. He sets the expectation in the locker room, and they sprint in here. Uh, I mean, they they respect him because he knows he's going to turn what he's going to turn him into. Is that Dennis Hayden again? That is Dennis Hayden again. What he that do? was three hundred forty-five pounds. So there, uh, there you go. Good. There's my PR. Pretty there you good. go. That's that's really good. And he looked like he did it fairly easy too. No, no, that was not easy. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait until you right, he, see something like Luke Wysong's going to go again. I think he and made it. Look, he squats it. it. When they stall, I mean, you'll see. I mean, there's times I, I've, I've popped blood vessels in my eye where sure. you just got a big old vein. I mean, it, it's just there's so much pressure. You want to hold your breath. I mean, they tell you to breathe, and he, that's the last thing you're thinking about. The Wysong supporter section as well that came out for this one. Every time he steps up to it, the, the whole front road is rising. Awesome. Well. Brother, mom, and dad are right there. Dad was a was a big time lifter, so me and dad were teammates. Uh, Luke's dad, so he's he's as much into this as as anybody as he should be. All right, what's going on? This right is OJ Bartley going for three twenty five. Nope, didn't get under it. Not quite. He's feeling it though. He the, is. The energy matched right here is only matched by this guy walking around. Don, there's Trump no doubt. Moore. He, no want, he wants to get out there and compete right now. I think right he wants now. to get over there and clean. He wants I to really get out do. right now. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. He's rubbing his hands together. He's, he was up, who's up next? <laughs> so uh, we only got you to the end of the segment, Coach, so I'm going to have to ask. We had what it was last year. It was COVID. It was difficult. It was different. We got what's going on right now. Next year, brand-new facility. Next year, all the spotlights, oh. all everything. Tell me about the growth for next year. Give me your vision. Oh, don't, don't think that we haven't talked about in the process of building and setting up all this stuff, how can we best make the Night of Champions and we're going to have LED and lights in there like we are in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can put on quite the show. And I, I do believe, I mean, that's changed over the last 20 years. You've got to put on a show for people. They've have got to. to want to come back. Sure. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll, we'll do different music. We'll do lights. We'll have LEDs. We'll have spotlights on them. I mean, it's going to be quite the spectacle next year. I mean, I'm building this up. So David Williams and Joe Tinty and all of them are like, would you just stop him from talking, please? We've got to make all this stuff happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, you know, two words, championship belt. That's all I think this thing needs. Yes. Just let them leak. Give them, the, give them that thing to walk out with. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. We're, we're uh, I tell you what, as soon as we get that Mountain West Conference Championship in here, they can Heck carry that yeah. thing wherever they want. I love everything about that. Coach Gonzalez, we just got three minutes here. What, what have we not hit on? What is the spotlight that me and Van and our unathletic eye didn't identify that's real special about everything that's going on. You know, you know I, I don't think there's anything you didn't. I think the, the atmosphere, I mean, we had the news stations out here. It's the stuff I've been screaming about since I got here, and it's finally coming to fruition. I mean, we're, we're in the process of painting this town cherry. Uh, we're, we're in deals with a lot of people around here. You're going to start seeing billboards and posters and big things pop up all over the city. I think it's time to start getting excited because September's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. I'm still making a big push for Friday, September 9th to be football day in New Mexico. Every microphone you get, I uh, hear it. I mean, I, I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. push it until somebody tells me I can't. <laughs> and if we can do that, there's no reason we can't beat 35, 40,000 people in the stadium. And when you get that atmosphere, and if we do it right, people will want to come back.
especially if we can win. What are, what are we seeing Cody right Moon now? again for uh, 310 pounds. If he gets underneath it, he'll squat it up no problem. 300, he said earlier. Get up. There it is. Get up. There it is. Well, the building exploded. That, I'm telling you, he he couldn't do that the other day. This this atmosphere is, is plenty of reason and and why we do this event. How many weeks off do they get after this? Oh, they only get about 12 days off. I mean, don't don't, don't get me wrong. Now. There's still a lot of work to do. They they do need to refresh. They have finals next week, so we'll let them work on their finals and concentrate because they are students first. But then on June 1st, uh, it's go back to work time. They'll get about five days off around the 4th of July, and that's it until December. Well, let's talk about that time off that they're about to get. Got to focus on finals, got to refresh for the season. But are you still texting them on the side like, hey, you looking at this playbook or what? Oh, I don't I don't, I don't ever stop. I mean, uh, <laughs> we've got Love a thing it. called ARMS that I can reach out to them every day. They'll banter back and forth. The weight room will actually be open for the next two weeks, and I would say 95% of them will be in here oh, every incredible. day doing something. Nice. Nice. Uh, they, they, they're as hungry as ever. Um, there will be a few of them that have some family commitments, brothers and sisters graduating, grandparents' birthdays and stuff like that that they'll go away. It's amazing. They get here. They can't wait to get home their first year. Now they just can't wait to be here. They go home for three or four days, and it's time to come back because this is now home. I love that. Yeah. I love everything about that. Coach Danny Gonzalez, head coach of your University of New Mexico Logos. Thank you so very much. Thank you for including us. I know that's usually off-air talk, but this was a big deal. Hey, I, I appreciate you guys. You know, when I when I mentioned it to you, uh, I'm just glad you wanted to do it. Yeah. And you're always welcome. We can do this every year. I mean, I think it's uh, – I thought the first two hours was fun to listen to you guys, listen to some Lobo history with these guys. Yeah. And then this last hour, the atmosphere has been awesome. Well, and there's something, there's something fun about Lobo history is the way Dontrell and Cole remember it. Sure. Maybe yeah, for sure. it's a little different. Uh, oh, for, uh, just, just like I got a whole lot better, they've gotten better in the last 20 years too. Yeah, no doubt. And they were pretty dang good players, so that, that's, that's good stuff. We break it off with the varsity whenever we get back. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Anthem. Welcome back. It has been a heck of a program today. Maybe one of the most unique ones we've ever done. And big thank you to a guy who couldn't have done it without him. That's Dontrell Moore. Dontrell, how are you, my friend? Good, good, man. I, I'm, I'm excited. I am pumped up. I can't. I literally, I'm not telling. I'm not just saying this. My energy is at like, if I had high blood pressure, it'd be high right now. Yeah. yeah but I'm excited. Absolutely I, excited. So, like, the first hour or two, kicking back in your chair. Shoot. Just BSing with Cole, and now you're just a ball of nerve jumping back and forth I right am. now. The cleans have been – it's the start of the show. It's, the, it's the, the most exciting part of the show. Right. And, uh, yeah, just excited, man. I really am excited to be on with you guys and excited to be watching this, that's for sure. Yeah, heck of an event, and we're enjoying the crap out of it. We thought clean was going to be over about 30 minutes ago, but it's PR after PR after PR for these boys. And that's why. That's why it's taking a little longer because, again, that's the night of the champions. It brings out 20, 30 pounds more than you would have done on a regular, you know, normal Thursday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon. So you're seeing you're seeing uh, what uh, the excitement of a crowd and lifting can do. At the end of every program, we do the I-9 Varsity League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. And what it is, Dontrell, is we pick a subject and we pick our favorite thing about that subject. 
I'm going to go with favorite football nights of the year. This one's got to be near the top for you, right, as far as, like, I, I know, opening kick, open, opening of the season, first day of tr- I get all that stuff, but this one's got to be in the mix. It, it definitely is in the mix, but it's early in the mix, right? Yeah. So so after the season, you say, what was your favorite night of, like, a Lobo football season? Right now, this is at the very top, that's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about how special this moment is. Not so, not just so these student-athletes can set new PRs, mm-hmm. but this is going to be the last one in this gym. Yeah, that's There's a new crazy. gym next year. There's a new gym. We talked about a little bit about it earlier, but this special, right, can I set my PR tonight in front of the fans, and then this gym, will no, I will no longer get better in this facility, right? I'll be in a different facility moving forward. So that is, that adds a little extra to it because this is where I, I – this is where I became the best running back in Lobo history. Right. This is where I got my name on the side of the stadium. This is where I became a ring of honor. This this exact place where we're standing here, and it still brings back that same kind of love and passion. So, again, I, it's kind of it's, it's bittersweet for me as well, and I know it will be for these guys. So, clean is wrapping up, and, and I can't see from here who our final athlete is, but as soon as we have it, we will give it to the fan base. But Ben Rico should be Hanna. Re- Rico right. And, and we'll get what he's going for here in a moment. But Rico Hanna, who you said you were excited about. I was. I said that. Oh, uh, hey, good to see you, my brother. Um, oh, this is Dennis Hayden going for 345. Sorry. I saw Rico. This is Dennis Hayden going for 345. He had started at a 305 PR. Sit down. Oh. oh. Didn't quite get it up. That's the effort so there, though. Put, so to put it in perspective, what he was just going for, his 315 is a massive number, which he was shooting for today. He just missed 345 and got 335 the clean before. So, again, that's the PR that happens on a night like tonight. Bench will follow this yep. and then squat after, and we're not bringing it to you. We're off the air at 7. If you want to see the rest of this one as it remains, you got to come down here and check out the facility. I don't know, at TalkABQ, I'll drop you a pen. Just come <laughs> Sure. Yeah, come on down here. Van, you're going to hang out for a little bit. i got to rush over to Ice Wolves after this as they're bringing that game five home, and I'm pretty excited for what's going on there at the outpost. Dontrell, final thoughts on on the fellowship and the culture that surrounds us. Final thoughts on the growth of the team as this relates to it. Yeah, uh, for me it's just the excitement. Having been around since 2012 in this capacity and, and, and then seeing the transition and then, you know, the, the, the down and then the up years. Yeah. To me, the energy that this has tonight um, is, is I'm hoping what starts on a new level of, of global football success. Right. The success of tonight, I hope it starts to transcend and transition into people coming out and supporting the Lobos the football team playing like Lobos, you, you know, the Lobo culture, and, and then it, and it transitioning into wins and success for the Lobos. Let's expound on that. You're talking about culture. You know, you're, you're an ambassador for the sport. You're an ambassador for the Lobos. What are you seeing here with Coach G and Coach Long in this culture now? Yeah, and I've been asked that question, and, and I think the thing that I just go back to immediately, Van, is simply this. The mentality and the belief that they have of winning, regardless of where you're at, will start to bleed in. And this is, to be honest, with the COVID year, and now this is just his first, you know, full yeah. season of off sure. season and sure. preparation and all of these things. And you're seeing it tonight with the Night of the Champions, what the culture and the mentality means for Lobo football. And if it's anything like tonight, the Lobo fans are in store for some good how do things. You, how do you get, because you were there, you were a student-athlete, how do you convince student-athletes to not just win on game days but win every day? How do you, <laughs> how do you like, get that message to connect? And I'm going to use it, hashtag kids these days. What is that language? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wish I knew what, what the difference was um, because I, I feel like in our generation, yeah. that's what was expected. You get up, you get it done, and there wasn't so many other distractions. There wasn't social media. You know, it's a gift and a curse. So there's just other ways that you have to connect 
to them, right? You have to, what you're going to promise them, what they're going to do for them to be able to be vested in every single day. This was just our life. This is what we came to do. Mm -hmm. We were student athletes, student first, 4.0, athletes next. And then that was our life. Nothing else mattered. So, um, hashtag these kids these days it's it's funny but the reality is they're different the breed is just different it's it's a me world so you have to figure out a way to get them away from themselves to buy into something bigger than themselves and that's the key and again i'm you know i'm not trying to date my age but the reality is they're, they're trying to trying to pull them away from themselves and the social media and me 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 to buy into something bigger and that's when it becomes something bigger than yourself we're not going to give the time it deserves because we don't have enough time left in the program but we're talking a lot about physical strength tonight talk about sports psychology real quick because when you were playing and coming up it didn't have the emphasis that it has today on mental health they d it didn't it wasn't as prevalent right like trying to get into the psyche of an athlete yeah. right or or the mental health or like i think about like naomi osaka right like yep. you know on top of the world and is, is contemplating you know struggling internally so the mental Mental health portion is the world has changed and things have changed there's more pressures like you said you can have the, the, the millions of people at your beck and call from a from a from a, a, a tweet right yeah. so the positives also mean the negatives now there's more people that can affect the way you think so the mental part of football the mental part of life is so much more significant and you have to be a coach and a staff and a parent that's open to that or they'll fall by the wayside so they have to be willing to listen and to tap into that it wasn't as much but i'm glad it's important because mental health is a real thing for all athletes and it's a real thing so a, a final goodbye from rob portnoy who rejoins us just wanted to say Dontrell, thanks so much for being here yes, tonight sir. um these guys feel you over here and two men on thank you guys for being here tonight i know you guys were thinking you'd be in las vegas thoughts and prayers with all those folks but yes. This turnout, I wanted everybody listening Amazing. to know how unbelievable this turnout is here tonight. They, they're still only a third of the way through the program. <laughs> like, yep. if you're local and in your car and you're, you're close to the toe diem, Get on out here. these guys are doing their best. And we saw Max's all over the place in the clean. We still got the squat and the bench coming up. So thank you guys so much. Palpable. Thank you. Palpable. Michael, how much time do we got back? Because I can't hear a word from you. Ten. Ten seconds is all Perfect. we need to say thank you, Dontrell yeah. Moore. Thanks thank you, Rob Portnoy. Thank Thanks, you, man. the University of New Mexico, Danny Gonzalez, and all of our guests, including player Jarek Reed, who is an absolute stud. Van, any final words? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but whatever <laughs> we didn't hit, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Congratulations, Amory. Big weekend. Your boys got three hours tomorrow as the Isotopes have a day game. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.